Oklahoma today, mostly cloudy, uh, high of 43. Tonight, mostly cloudy, rain, snow mix is possible, low of 31. Tomorrow, snow flurries are possible, cloudy, breezy, and cold, a high of 36. Wind chills in the upper teens. Sunday, mostly cloudy, evening showers are possible, high of 28. Monday, snow showers, high of 32. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it is 47 degrees. Where should I begin? Can we talk about this? Say, what are you trying to say? Beyond the usual controversial talk. Blah, 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 on and on and on. Over there. No. One, two, cha-cha-cha. One, two, cha-cha-cha. Prepare yourself okay. for Craig. Okay. Preparing a mighty new spectacle here. Articulate. <laughs> stimulating. Yeah. Hit you right in the... <laughs> there you go. We start becoming a team... This is the Craig Collins Show. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, no. On WJBC. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Now your host. He's a good man. Craig. This is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC AM 1230. Uh, I'm going to learn stuff about Bloomington, which is good for me because I'm fairly new to the area. been here a couple months to host this show. I have a guest in studio with me who's going to educate me on a lot of things, uh, BCPA-related. That is Kara Peterson. You are the development development manager of the BCPA and the Creative Center, correct? That is correct. Okay, cool. Uh, what is the Creative Center? <laughs> so the Creativity Center is across the street from the BCPA. Um, I'm new, too. So I moved here a year and, I don't know, a year and a half ago. So I'm still learning about Bloomington. Where did so no, you come no from? Pressure. California. Okay, California. Yes. And you guys have e-scooters there. I'll get to that in a bit, but go ahead. Keep telling me what the Creativity Center is. <laughs> so the Creativity Center, it's the building across the street, directly north of the BCPA uh, mm-hmm. of Locust Street. So when you come to a show at the BCPA, you'll probably park in the parking lot and of this Creativity Center. So cool. it's a long brick building. People know it as the old nursing school. It, it changed hands quite a bit, but um, that's now the new Creativity Center. Nice. Uh, so what we are trying to do at Friends of the BCPA, which is the nonprofit associated with the BCPA, is completely renovate it and turn it into this beautiful campus for the arts. Right now, we don't have anything in there besides offices and a couple organizations, but once we finish our capital campaign, we are going to have a black box theater, dance studio, music studio, art studio, wow, recording and animation studio. Hey, there you go. They, Radio people are happy. Yeah, exactly. Um, gallery space for local artists, uh, office space for local arts organizations, and I, I could keep going on. But, yeah. <laughs> so wait, you said you're in the you're in the middle of a capital campaign. So what's going on? How do people raise funds? How do they help donate? That kind of stuff. Yes. So we kicked off the capital campaign April of this year. Okay. We are. It's a five million dollar capital campaign, and that will completely renovate the building and furnish it with Ooh. with equipment. Got it. Uh, so we are one million in. Okay. So we're about twenty percent in, which is really exciting for us, um, and we are breaking ground phase one within the next few weeks. So that is really our big news. So we're getting a new roof and a new HVAC system. So I get heat. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you've been working without heat this whole time? Well, You have like a space heater right by your desk, I assume? They kind of fixed it just for my office and our director's office. So it works a a little bit, but the building pretty much doesn't have heat. So you have it in your office, but whenever you go outside your door, you're like, oh my God, it's so cold. Yes, I wear this jacket, as you can see. It's a big (laughs) 
fluffy jacket yes, pretty much 24-7. I got it. Oh, that makes sense. So the renovations then. You said there's a lot of renovations going on, getting a new roof, that kind of stuff. Yes. What is the entire kind of plan, I guess, the process there? Where are you guys at? So we are, the capital campaign is a three-phase campaign. So phase one was uh, the, the roof and the HVAC system, mm-hmm. like I said, and that will hopefully be within the next couple of weeks, depending nice. on weather. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, something I'm not used to, being from California. Right. But uh I think we'll we'll get it done within by June. Phase one will be done, hopefully. Nice. Uh, phase two is all the fun stuff. I like to say so. That's all the stuff I just listed off: the black box theater, the dance studios, all the interior renovations mm-hmm. that will come with phase two. And that we need another three million dollars. Okay. Uh, the last phase is phase three, and that is the equipment and the furnishing, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, a three to five year campaign. Um, and if you are interested, you can donate, uh, contribute to the capital campaign on our website, friendsofthebcpa.org. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what type of programs do you guys have at the Creativity Center? Uh, so we will have lots of amazing things. So we'll, the Creativity Center will serve the community twofold. One, just like I said, provide that space so mm-hmm. people can come in, they can learn how to... Uh, record songs in our recording studio or take um, learn watercolor Uh, but the second part of the creativity center is the programming so we are really really excited to partner with local organizations and provide a program programming and i mean programming uh i say programming and i mean uh classes Mm -hmm. workshops um really Anything and everything uh, of the arts. So it could be art therapy. Nice. But, but our goal is to focus on those that need it most. So veterans, uh, people living with disabilities, our at-risk youth. Sure. Um, so really, and the most exciting thing for me is that it's for people of all ages. Nice. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I'm curious about this. I mean, serving the community, uh, that all sounds really great. I Selfishly, though, I wonder if you guys could have any sort of classes that would have a wine component to them. Like maybe you take a <laughs> class and you get a little glass of wine. Is that allowed or not allowed? So you must not know yet about... There's uh, rules... There's already a place in downtown Bloomington that does that. Okay, well, you guys can do it too. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I mean, wh- what place in downtown Bloomington does that? Um, Merlot and Masterpiece. So that now I'm plugging amazing. another organization. Yeah, this is but they are wrong. a fantastic downtown organization uh, business. Okay, it's called Merlot and a Masterpiece, mm-hmm. and you bring your own wine, and they teach you how to <laughs> to you know. Paint, watercolor, okay. whatever. It's a fantastic I'm, time. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say that I'm writing down that place, but I might be taking a mental note for later. But back to the Creativity Center. Uh, you guys, as you said, you're going to serve a lot of the community. Uh, how do you connect to the BCPA, since I still don't kind of understand all the connections? Yeah, so uh, the city purchased those buildings together mm-hmm. uh, quite some time ago, and the goal was to create uh, the BCPA and the Creativity Center all at once. The BCPA was created, and then the uh, 2008 economic downturn happened, gotcha. and the Creativity Center got put on hold. Uh, so the Creativity Center, the initial vision was that this place would be the arts educational arm of the BCPA. So one facet of the Creativity Center is that, uh, for instance, when big artists come into town to play, uh, to present at the BCPA, they could do a smaller workshop at the Creativity nice. Center. And, yeah. Yeah, for anyone. And you sign up and you can come learn, you know, jazz with black violin, which we had in October. So uh, in your own experience, how important are the arts, especially to communities that need uh, certain things like communities in need? Because in my opinion, 
I think that release is tremendously important. But what do you think about the importance of the arts? I think I'm so glad you asked me uh, because I think <laughs> it's I think it's essential. Uh, yeah. It's a part of who we are as humans. I could get really corny, but no, that, that really is it. We need mm. the arts to express ourselves. We need the arts to find our passion in in our own lives. Yeah. Um, especially if you're kind of lost, you know, if if you don't have the arts in your lives as as an opportunity, you know, with school after school. It helps you find your way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw a recent study that said there's two things we can do to be like kind of calmer, kind of more mentally healthy. Mm-hmm. One is just go outdoors. Just be outside at some point every day. Wander around 10, 15 minutes. The other, for whatever reason, is to go to art museums, view art, consume different artistic projects. That calms you mentally. That There's an yes. added benefit just to our psychology in consuming something, not necessarily even having to make it. Exactly. Research shows that arts help our mental health immensely. Yeah, absolutely. So you're from the West Coast. Yes. You are familiar with e-scooters. Those are products that you know about, correct? I am. I am. (laughs) Uh, So my car broke down. I just want to tell you this story because selfishly, I think you'll get it. Okay. Uh, uh, My car broke down this week and I drove my e-scooter, which I have one. My brother gave me one a while back. Um, to work on Monday and people looked at me very strangely because they're not <laughs> used quite frequently here in Bloomington and also it was cold let's be fair I, yeah. I don't know if you would have e-scooted uh, at like 30 degree weather um, but I did it you know I don't like to do pretty much anything in 30 degree weather coming, I assume coming from California but we love our e-scooters there right so I fully support it okay and you even used to use a scooter without electronics yes. that okay oh yeah in college I would just you know use the old see that's way too much to... way too much work for me <laughs> although it is funny if anybody sees me out there because there's one street that I pretty much take the whole way and it's got these these sloping hills and then these nice when I go upwards e-scooters only go by like six seven miles an hour <laughs> so people can kind of walk past me if they're walking fast <laughs> enough but I don't care I hey, mean I'm getting there it's the future I think see okay good so you're one of the only people that would have passed me on the road and not judge me yeah might have given you a high five too. okay they're like an air five from there the you car go. you Made it. Okay, cool. Thank you, Kara. Uh, hang out for a second. I'm going to take a quick break. I have a couple more questions about some stuff coming up. Uh, but this is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. Free in your app store. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. See, for anyone that says I don't play Mariah Carey enough because I'm playing Christmas songs all holiday season, look at that. I played the very beginning, the very ridiculous beginning to that song. Um, But please, call in, text me, whatever you want to do to ask me for Christmas songs this holiday season, 829-2345. Find me on Facebook at The Craig Collins Show uh, and tell me your favorite song. Like, uh, I think it was Beth that did this yesterday, complaining that there's not enough Mariah Carey on The Craig Collins Show. So now... Maybe I'll play it every break until someone gives me something else. Uh, I'm sitting with Kara Peterson. You are the development manager of the BCPA and the Creativity Center. Uh, we were chatting about the Creativity Center because I don't know what things are yet in Bloomington, but I'm learning. It's good. Uh, I had another quick question for you about it, though. Uh, what will you be doing with all the different rooms you guys are trying to build there? I know mm-hmm. you guys are still raising capital. And again, please mention how people can donate, how they can get involved. Um, but what are some of the plans for some of the rooms you'll have there? Sure. So ha- first, uh, how you can donate, um, go to friendsofthebcpa.org or you can come to the BCPA and they'll direct you to me, direct you to my office. Mm-hmm. Um, you can become a member actually and become a friend of the BCPA. And there's nice. five different levels of five, dif- you know, all these benefits with each level, uh, the best one, the most, uh, popular level is the patron level which is $250 or more uh, to $500 anywhere in between that 
range, you get parking in front Ooh. of BCPA. And everyone loves their good parking. So <laughs> yes. that's their the most popular one. Um, or you can donate directly to the campaign. Uh, we can't do this without the community support. This okay. is a place for the community of the community. So we ask for your advocacy and your treasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, friends of the BCPA.org. So you asked me about the rooms in in particular so like i said we'll have the black box theater yeah um in the dance studios music studios so each room each space in this creativity center will be able to be occupied used rented by people all people so you can come in say your kiddo wants to learn how to record a song nice they can come in and they can take a workshop for instance um in our recording studio And then they can come in and sign up and say, I want an hour on Friday, and they can use it and use the equipment. Wow. Yeah, so it's really just providing the space for our community. Yeah. Um, Another really interesting example is instead of writing down the life stories of your grandmother and grandfather, you can bring them into the studio and just have it recorded by themselves, you know, and have that passed down generation to generation. I thought that was such a neat idea. That is a really cool idea. Essentially like an audio journal or an audio historical thing for your family that they can share for that's, that's a really cool idea. Exactly. Exactly. So let me ask you this. It seems like you're very interested in your work. You seem very happy to be doing the work that you're doing. (laughs) I am. Exactly. I can tell. Uh, So what got you into these kind of things in the first place? Well, so it's kind of a crazy uh, story. And I talked about this with Mark before, but I was in the Peace Corps in Ukraine. Okay. Uh, I grew up born and raised in California. I'll go through this really quick. Born and raised in California, school in San Francisco, microbiology, and then did a 180 and decided to join Peace Corps and went to Ukraine. And that's where really I got my experience in uh, working with nonprofits, working uh, in social services and working for nonprofits that provided services for the community. Um, Arts has always been a part of my life. So I kind of just combine the two nonprofits and the arts when I found this position and it's been amazing. That is incredible. You are you're a wonderful person apparently. I just learned <laughs> no, that about no, you. No, no, no. <laughs> well, thank you. When you mentioned that you served in the Peace Corps for an amount of time, do other people try to share with you the things that they did that they feel like were also good things? <laughs> You know, I I've never done that, but like I donated to the food drive last week, Kara, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> I've donated toys for tots is available too. Uh, I got to take another break in the Craig Collins show. Thank you, Kara Peterson, for joining us, educating Thank you me so much. on the Creativity Center, educating me on the BCPA. It sounds like really valuable work, and as we both said, arts are very important, especially for people in need, people, mm-hmm. you know, communities that are not served well enough. So please, if you can, donate, um, reach them on their website, reach them, I think, probably on social media, too. You guys have a social media page? Absolutely. Facebook and Instagram. Perfect. We're with the times. There you go. All right. <laughs> a quick break in the Craig Day, mostly cloudy, high of 43. Tonight, cloudy, uh, rain and snow possible, a, a low of 31. Tomorrow morning, uh, snow flurries are possible, then cloudy, breezy, and cold. 36 degrees is the high with a wind chill in the upper teens. Sunday, mostly cloudy. Evening showers are possible, high of 28. And then on Monday, snow showers are likely High of 32. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it is 47 degrees. And this is Blake Haas' favorite Christmas song. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. You're listening to The Great Comet Show you with on WJBC. And a half foot pole. So you just hate the holidays then, huh? That's what it is? Yeah, bah humbug. <laughs>
I don't like the holidays because that means money, and I got to spend money. Yeah, right. Because you are this prolific, like saver and investor human. I keep learning I don't more like about to spend you. Spend money. Yeah, I found that out. We actually were talking uh, right. before the show today in the at the station about what people would do if they won a million dollars. Right. And you would do what again? I would continue working. Okay. And I would invest, max out, you know, Roth IRAs, 401ks, <laughs> and so forth. Sure. And then you buy some real estate. You diversify your portfolio too, exactly. investment wise. Don't put so all your eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. as Dave Ramsey says. Yeah, <laughs> I would buy a stupid car and then spend a lot of my money on really ridiculous vacationing. You know what else I'd buy? What's that? I got a problem. Okay. My pants. All right. Uh, go ahead. Please continue. So Christmas cookie season is upon us. <laughs> yeah. And this morning, school's ending, and I've been eating. I just want to go back for a second. Okay. You said on air, and I quote this exact, I got a problem, my pants. You didn't even say the problem was with your pants. That was the <laughs> sentence you brought in today. Well, so the, the cookie, so the waistline is going to be a problem right. this well, year. Yeah, I got to tell okay. a story. All right, go so ahead. Christmas cookie season is upon us, right? I'm aware. Right. So I put on my pants this morning, and I wear a skinny jeans to show the muscle in my thighs. <laughs> but I put on my pants, and the button won't button. Uh-oh. But you still rock them to work? You threw a belt on? Yeah, I put okay. a belt on, but I had to move holes. And when you move <laughs> holes on a belt, that's a bad sign. Uh, I don't know if listeners know this. I've said this to my wife a lot. I, I sometimes get suspicious that the washing and drying is right. shrinking the pants. I don't want to yeah. admit that I'm I'm getting bigger. No, It's yeah. always that it's shrinking. It's that, not me. Yeah, my bones have gotten bigger. Well, maybe. That yeah. could be a possibility, too. We're bigger bone guys. <laughs> so do you have a solution? <laughs> Are well, we are we bigger bone guys? I, I am. I'm not a bigger bone guy. I went to the doctor the other day. All right. Are you telling me I'm and fat on the he radio? Pulled out a chart uh-huh. and he said, "We have a problem." <laughs> and I said, "What's going on?" Well, with your height, uh-huh. it looks like you're obese. Uh oh. According to a chart. Well, I'm obese. That's obesity is really right. easy to. Do you to ever hit. get that when you go to the doctor? Yeah. Do they have a point at a chart and say you're, and, and then you want to say. Look at you. That's what I want to say. <laughs> Personally, I don't. I don't want to attack right. the the guy back. But no, I think obesity. Yeah. The the term medically is like really very. It's it's yeah. just barely you know anything more than healthy. Exactly. It's not a it's not a huge amount of weight that it takes to become obese right. in the medical world. Exactly. Do you want like a softer word? Would you rather they just told you that you're more fun loving? Would that be? No, you just have <laughs> more. Handles the love on. Okay, that's too sure. <laughs> that's fine. I don't understand what doctor you so, go to or how yeah, this all works. But my pants, right. so they won't button. Mm-hmm. Well, I just went to a press conference. I yes. come back and I'm talking to Neil about the press conference. Mm. I look down and my zipper's down. <laughs> well, it's because my pants are too tight. The zipper fell. Gravity you know, took it. Uh, you know... Yeah, I said that I want to have you talk about your final semester right, in college yeah. and like finishing up yeah. school. And you're like, Craig, I have a different conversation I want to have. I have a question and a problem. Should I get a bigger belt, bigger pant? I think Should I'd like I lose to wait. I think what I'm trying to say is I'd like to screen these, Am I these obese? topics. No, you're not obese. Well, my um, doctor says so. Well, look, I, I don't like to tell you how to live your life, but I like when the listeners do. So eight two nine two three four five. Should Blake get a belt because his pants literally fell? Yeah, well, they haven't fallen yet, okay. but they the way it's did. looking today, they're going <laughs> to fall this afternoon. I mean, to me, you know, this seems like an obvious answer right. to the question. The options are get belt or allow pants to potentially fall down while at work. They see, It yeah. seems like one side has a has a better chance of being the Here's right decision. Here's the problem, though. But, oh, wait, we got a caller. They're going to tell you what to do. Uh, caller, you're on the air on WJBC. 
Oh, you know what he needs. He needs those little, the little extension. It's got a button on one end and then a little hole. Oh, yeah. Where you can, like, yeah, my grandpa used to have those. <laughs> he always make comments when he didn't need them. What's your oh, name, yeah, by the way? Working out. This is Ryan. Ryan, thanks so much for calling in. Yes, he should get some grandpa pants. That's a good idea. I actually have yeah. a, a follow-up suggestion similar right. to Ryan's. Maybe stop wearing skinny jeans. No. Maybe maybe at 23 years old, Blake, right. you've now gone into the other side of the skinny jean craze. Well, here's the thing. My thighs are so <laughs> muscular that Hold when on. I wear skinny jeans. Hold on. No, wait. What? i I, I got to take a break in a okay. second. But I just I want to describe to the listener. Right. Every time that Blake refers to his thighs, you make two huge like <laughs> you put your hands out as wide as you can spread them, and you make it you make this ridiculous it's like, like that kind old of fish story like it grows right, over yeah. time. Yeah. You make this ridiculous meme in studio. You're like they're this big. I don't want to be a jerk, and right. I, again, I got to take a break. You're calling me obese. I've never noticed the the thigh muscle that you're describing. I've Ooh, never noticed it. Okay. I, I don't know that you got a lot of thigh muscle there, bud. I think it's. I think it's probably average. So now I need to work out. Um, well, maybe a little bit. Uh, I got some YMCA tips. We do yoga. My wife and I do yoga if you want hot, in. Hot yoga? No, it's not hot no, yoga. Well, Jesus. This show, man. I don't know what's happening. More Blake Haas in a minute. I'm not letting you ask any more questions on. She'd been drinking too much eggnog. Grandma got run over by the reindeer. Uh, this was requested, requested by Jim, who called in, and I think you guys heard him over the commercial break when he was telling Blake that men should not wear skinny jeans. <laughs> Blake, that was his opinion. That was great on yeah, the air. That was great. Uh, yeah, no, uh, you're welcome. Uh, I'm whatever sure somebody was just listening over. in the middle of a commercial here. <laughs> Blake should not wear skinny jeans on the right. work. Well, right, because they can't even hear me. I did effectively turn myself <laughs> off the air, so it was just Jim jumping in in the middle of nowhere. Oh, Men should not wear skinny great. jeans. Well, I, I kind of agree with Jim, though. Right. I get it. Uh, so let me ask you a question. You like to yeah. ask people questions. Right. I'm um, a big question guy. You are. What is yeah. the holiday season like at the old Haas house? Actually, let me ask you Haas a question. House. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. You're going to ask me a question? Yeah, instead? let me ask you a question. I'm in a dilemma right now. Okay. Don't, we don't do Christmas. All right. Christmas is canceled. Why is that? Well, we we decided this year we do something different. We're all there's five of us in my household. Well, there will be a five, right? Uh huh. The four of us family members: my sister, my parents, and gotcha. then and then my sister's boyfriend's coming too. Yeah. So we decided to do something where like you draw names this year, right? Remind you, I don't quite communicate with my sister's boyfriend that much. Okay. And oh. I know she's not listening, so she doesn't know that I have him. One quick second in the right. middle of the story, we got to call her. Call her. What's your name? This is another Jim. Hey, Actually, no more skinny jeans. No more skinny jeans. That's two for two. All right. Thank you, Jim, for that call. Good That's Jim, great. Two no skinny jeans. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? It's just not a good look. No. Thank you. Thank you, bud. Yeah. That You're two for two now. Now, go ahead. You were saying Jim's you don't... hate me. The Jim's do not like yeah. you. They're the... not fans of you and your skinny jeans. Our engineer Jim likes me. That Jim does. Yeah. Um, so you don't communicate a lot with yeah, your sister's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I got him for the, 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 the Christmas. So... Your what f- do I get him? I don't even talk I, to him. I have so many questions in response to this. Yeah. Your family canceled qu- Christmas yeah, air quotes. Yeah, it's gone forever. And you're, <laughs> and you're doing essentially secret Santa instead. Yes. You're all buying each other one gift, and right. that's the entirety of the yes. Christmas. $50 limit, one Do gift. you even have, like, a tree? Yeah, we got a tree. Okay. Is yeah. it a little, like, Charlie Brown tree? No, we it? went and cut it down in the forest. Okay. <laughs> Who cut it down? Uh, my parents didn't. Okay. Uh, caller, you're on WJBC. What's your name? Blake. Wear whatever jeans you want. Oh, they look at that! They can't get. They can't contain Quadzilla. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? 
Who is this? Oh, he just, he just oh, that up. is classic. Oh, uh, you are definitely Quadzilla around the office now. That is definitely your name. Oh, I am shooting out. pull that tape. I'm shooting out an all-staff email. Great. From now on, you can only refer to him as Quadzilla Haas. No more Blake. That name is oh, gone. My. So now the debate's turned to, should I wear skinny jeans or not? No, I don't think there's much of a debate. Right. I mean, only one guy is supporting Well, we your... had two gyms that don't like me. Right. And now we have a guy that says, I look like Shaquan Barkley coming in. <laughs> I like that. I don't think that's what he said. Quadzilla. I love that. WJBC, you're on the air. What's your name? Susan. Hey, Susan, what do you think of skinny jeans? Skinny jeans? Well, I suppose if you've got the figure to wear skinny jeans, wear whatever you want. Let me ask you you this. Uh, Do you consider the quad area to be the area you're talking about? Like, he accentuates his quads by wearing skinny (laughs) jeans. Does that make sense to you? I have no idea what you're talking about. When you go and see a he's, model in the mall, he's got like the, a very strong yeah. leg, is what he's saying. Yeah. His legs have a lot of muscles in them, so he's well, proud of those. I would think that would be something you want to show off. <laughs> right. Thank you. Well, no, no, no. I think what she's saying, though, is no jeans. You should rock right. more shorts. Is Ooh. that what you're saying? No, I'm saying wear the jeans. Okay. Oh, right, so. Okay. Ooh, we hey, got two and two hey, now. Wait, yes. wait a minute. Um, for the brother in law? Yes. Getting the gift certificate, then he can get whatever he wants. That's a good nice. idea. Like an Amazon gift certificate, yeah. too, where there's a lot of options. That's smart. Well, I don't buy online. I buy local. Gotcha. But I would say if he's into electronics or, you know, music or whatever he's into, find out from his wife what he likes and then just give him a gift certificate for that. That makes sense. Yeah. I yeah. asked my sister what Sounds I should good. get him. Thank and, you for calling yeah. in. I asked my sister why I should get him, uh, and then she didn't know. So God, she doesn't know what to yeah. get for her. She's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, okay. So we're honestly, we need one more caller. Someone has to call in and break the tie. Yeah, so two people two have two. said Blake and his skinny jeans make sense. Two people have said that they don't. Uh, we've all agreed that apparently it's okay to try to accentuate yeah. the quad muscle. Well, I took a poll the around jeans. the office before I came in. Uh huh. And the poll was, "You look good in skinny jeans." I don't think you did that. I feel like that. No, did... I asked around. Really? Yeah, it was a company wide email. <laughs> it was. <laughs> You weren't on that? No, you didn't oh, send it to me. No. I'm happy I wasn't on it, actually. But we do. We need one more caller, 829-2345. Decide what Blake Haas should wear. <laughs> that is the segment we're doing on the radio. I'm submitting this for an award somewhere, by the way. I can't wait to win a Golden Dome, a Silver Dome oh, for this. I love it. Uh, 829-2345. Do skinny jeans make sense to you? I will take another quick break. I'm looking for one more call to break the tie. Um, I, 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 I think know. I think I... I Younger guys should wear them, but I don't think older folks should wear them. Got it. Yeah. And, okay. So right. so what is your cutoff for a skinny jean? Um, maybe 34, 35. Whoa, 34? That's Ooh, my age. You're looking right at me as you say it. That is not good. No, that hurt bad. That's an older guy. <laughs> mostly cloudy today, a high of 43. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Rain and snow mix possible, low of 31. Tomorrow, morning snow showers are possible. Cloudy, breezy, and cold. 36 with a wind chill in the upper teens. Sunday, mostly cloudy. Evening showers are possible, high of 28. Monday, snow showers, a high of 32. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it is 47 degrees. Everybody's talking about my tight pants. Got my tight pants. Got my tight pants on. Everybody's looking at my tight pants. We have another caller. Uh, WJBC, what's your name? Me? You talking to me? Yes, I am. Linda. Linda, and you are going to be the tiebreaker should Blake Haas, at 23 years old, apparently with the quads of a quadzilla, uh, rock the tight jeans, uh, the skinny jeans. Is that an okay look or not? He's only 23? He is, yes. Yeah. Okay, now let me ask you this. 
How much does your belly hang over? Ooh. How much does your belly hang now, over your pants, a, Blake? Uh, that's a interesting question. Hey, he doesn't seem like right. he wants to answer, but I, you know you've got to yeah. for the tiebreaker here. Well, it's not like a flapjack pancake hanging over. <laughs> I don't have a muffin top, as the kids say, but yeah, I I have ripped abs, is what I'll say. That's not an accurate statement, but yeah. it's not. I Okay. It's okay, not, the, one, yeah. the people that wear skinny jeans, they have no high knee. <laughs> okay. And okay, well, one for one. Hangover, and it's perfect. Right. Okay. So you're saying that if Blake, without him having to tell you right. what he what he looks like, if Blake has has no backside and no belly, right. then and only then can he continue to wear skinny jeans. Yeah, but he's probably going to have to get a bigger size. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it, since the button doesn't work. It sounds anymore. like my doctor. Thank you very much for the call, Linda. Thank you for weighing in. So she okay. she was in the middle then. Oh, we have one more caller. Caller, you're on the air. What's your name? Hello. Are you there? WJBC. Hello. Hey, yeah. what's your name? This is Grandma to, to Blake. This is Blake's I know, Grandma? I don't know Blake well, but he looks fine in whatever he has on. Aww. Aww. Look at that for the holiday season. Thank you so much for calling in. I, I know you, you sound like you might feel a little bit shy on the air, so I'm going to let you go. I don't mean to hang up on your grandma, but I know that she said she's shy on the air. Right. Uh, so thank you. Look at that. Look at how sweet that yeah. is. See, you look great. Listen. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of people just, listen. Yeah, just close your eyes and imagine Fabio. Uh-huh. That's what I look like. <laughs> This, I, have you heard how I used to uh, send stats for myself when I played college basketball? No. The other team would get right. the stat sheet of the, yeah. and I was 6'3", 240, something like that. Well, you kind of, I mean, you look ripped now. Right, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I love this I love this world of radio that yeah. we can both talk about. See, here's the thing. In. No one knows what we look like. They so don't. The year of the mind. If you just close your eyes, imagine somebody running down the beach, the chest <laughs> is all oily. No, stop, stop, stop. We're, flowing no, in the wind. Blake, we're getting into a weird That's place. That's what I look like. Uh, wait, before I let you go, we should help with the other thing that you were talking about, right. the gift for your, yeah. your family. Yes. Are you going to go with that gift card then to a, I wall, don't know. a Walmart, something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Do they have a Walmart in Clinton? No, it closed. Okay. It closed down. What is the fanciest store in Clinton? Uh, tractor Supply. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, I'm serious. Okay. Camino Real. Do they sell gift cards to Tractor Supply? Maybe. Okay. Does he like Tractor Supply no, stuff? No, I think he likes Legos. Oh, got it. Yeah. Are you being serious? Yes. He's oh. an engineer. Oh. Yeah. Wait a minute. But that doesn't right. mean he likes Legos just because yeah. he's an engineer. Well, he likes to build things. Yeah, but Legos are for right. children. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you're going to get a master's degree from a from a reputable university. I got in a 4.0 this semester. Okay. I'm just checking to make sure. And your yeah. assumption is that your the engineer boyfriend of your sister must love Legos because, and I quote, he likes to build things. He really does. I can't wait to see what gifts you get people. Uh, you know, can, can yeah. I just know all the gifts that are exchanged at the Haas house this well, yeah. year? Yeah. There's going to be just one iPod. Okay. And then, you know. How do you know about an iPod? Well, I don't know. Oh, you're just assuming. Yeah, I'm guessing. That's high tech for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> wow. This is something else. This whole segment. I'm um, scared to open up. Maybe there's going to be some new pants. You never know. Somebody I mean, might be listening. Give I, me some new pants. Yeah. I, well, Grandma was listening, so maybe right. other family members are too, and they know what you want this year. Did yeah. they? Did they ask you if you're only getting one gift? Is it yeah. supposed to be a surprise? Well, I got asked what I would want for Christmas, and you said, "Yeah, I said a massage." <laughs> I'm dead serious because I've been writing papers I don't, around the clock. I don't know why I feel uncomfortable with most yeah. of the things you said. You. Right. Where would you get the mas- massage envy? Like a nice gift certificate well, yeah, there? Yeah, just okay. somewhere. Put on a little mud mask. Yeah. Some zucchinis on the eyes. You'd do a, you'd do a mud mask? Yeah, I do okay. them now. What do you, what do you, you do facials? Yes. How often do you get a facial, no, Blake? No, I do it to myself. 
how 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 often do you, <laughs> you, uh, you seem scared to ask me i'm just no I, you're right <laughs> part of my brain is like don't just stop the segment craig just stop let blake go blake's done now neil's taking over thank god thank god it's all changing soon oh it's friday but yeah you're right it's friday uh Right before we get to the news, the right. new sounder is going to kick on in yeah. a second. Now. Day mostly cloudy, a high of 43. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Rain, snow is a mix possible, low of 31. Tomorrow morning, snow flurries are possible, cloudy, breezy, and cold, a high of 36, with wind chills in the upper teens. Sunday, mostly cloudy. Evening showers are possible again, high of 28. And on Monday, snow showers, high of 32. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it is 47 degrees. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. It's hard to move on from what just happened on the radio. Uh, Neil, did you hear the new nickname for Blake Haas? I was listening. Okay. Uh, is that He's got to go by that at least in a newscast some point before the end of December, right? And it, it, say it again. Quadzilla? For, Quadzilla. Yeah. Uh, he's got to, yeah, I think that might stick. At least just once he has to sign off as Quadzilla at WJBC during a news report. Um Two quick things. First, this half hour, the Craig Collins Show is sponsored by Discover. Get your free credit score today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit, by the way. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. The second one, uh, yesterday was, I think, the last full moon of the decade. They, uh, the last full moon of each year is called a cold moon, so that was a cold full moon. And something odd happened here in Illinois. A, a child was born at 12, 12 a.m. on December 12, 2019, during the cold moon. Uh, what do you think of the prospects for, for this kid? His name is uh, Darius, I think is, is his name. He was born to Denerica and Charles Bell uh, in Bellevue here in Illinois. But it's a unique thing. He was born at 12, 12 on December 12th during a cold moon. You like his prospects? That's a little scary. I know. It might be a little scary. Right. The full moon thing, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. And technically, if it was 12-12, he was actually born on Friday the 13th because that would have been in the a.m. hours. So it wouldn't have been on December 12th. That would be on. That's a full moon, Friday the 13th, and a lot of eerie similarities. Apparently, he also wasn't due until the 30th, so the hospital noted it. Uh, People are talking about it now. But uh, there was a kid born at 12-12 on, I guess, December 12th, according to this. Technically, kind of. I, mean, I don't know. I, it's cool, I think, for a little bit, and then I guess we'll just, you know, right. down down the road, we'll see. Uh, we'll Anytime see he does anything that gets him in trouble, his mom's <laughs> going to yell at him, I knew it! You were born at 12-12 on the 12th during a full moon. I was born on Halloween, actually, and I, I very much understand that that kind of thing happens. My mom wasn't due for, like, I think, like a week and a half. I came, I was a preemie, too, a uh, premature kid, and uh, I guess the one thing she did the night before Halloween she prayed to God just not to have me on Halloween. She woke up and her water broke. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then I, I guess it was, a, as I'm told several times, a long process for Craig to come into this world. Uh, I, I eventually was born during an episode of Roseanne, though, which she always tells me for some reason makes sense. I don't know what that means either, Ma. But I, I, know, I just know that this, uh, this kid will get blamed somehow anytime that something happens because of the eerie date, the eerie time. Uh, for when he was born, but it, it's still a cool story. I'm sure that everybody's going to enjoy it. They're going to get him probably a lot of like moon things for the nursery, I assume. Yeah, maybe even paint it with like moon colors. A little, yeah, a little yeah. dark painting. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. this all makes sense. Um, another story that I like today: a 43 year old man, and I think this is out of Oregon, decided to try to help his his mother, uh, who's 60 years old, get a driver's uh, license. She had failed a driving test, so he dressed up as her 
and attempted to go to the DMV to take the test. He, he There's photos on social media that are going a little bit viral right now. He, he looks convincing enough, but I guess they were capable of figuring out that it wasn't, wasn't mom. Uh, if your mother asked you to do something like this, Neil Doyle, because she wants that license but can't get it, it would be hard to say no, I imagine. Uh, no, I'd say no. 100%? Not even considered at all? Even, even if she started to say things like, you know, if you were a loving son, you'd dress up as me and get me a driver's license? Uh, yeah, no, I'm still not <laughs> still not doing it. You know, I've got a friend named Uber who can take you around these oh, days if you really yeah. can't drive. Uber's like, a real nice guy. You can you text know, him anytime you want. And, you know, I, you know people are in different circumstances. Who know, right. but, it, but if... I'm assuming she wants her license because she has a car to drive. I, well, and that, I guess, just an assumption. But, I mean, if you're driving around and have a car to drive... You, you probably can afford Uber, right. at least, uh, here and there, every see, so often. The one thing I would say, though, and I don't see um, uh, these stats in here to know that they're true or not, sure. but I'm betting that his mom's Italian, because I'm just saying that my Italian grandmother or my Italian mother, they would be able to guilt me into doing this. I'm just positive. It would take a few days, probably a bunch of, like, you know, when they're making dinner or something, when I'm visiting and just mentioning how it doesn't seem like I love them enough. Those kind of things. Enough of those comments, Neil. And I'm throwing on the Mrs. Doubtfire outfit and trying it out. Uh, he did get in trouble. This is something that is not allowed legally, so there will be a court case about it. And he was apprehended for pretending to be somebody else. But I'm just saying, if it's an Italian mom or an Italian grandmother, I get it. You can't go to the holiday season and have them say for years, remember when you wouldn't dress up as me and take a driving test? That is so mean. You are a terrible, <laughs> terrible. They would do it. I just, But even at that point, it's like, don't you say to them, Depending on how many times this lady failed the test, mm-hmm. I mean, they've got to know who she is by this point. Right. I mean, maybe it was twice, but even if you failed twice, you would think they know who you are in the system. It's like this guy really thought he was going to dress up and fool him? He like, did. I don't know. You know what? I actually, I'm going to guarantee this on the show. If my grandmother could get you to dress up as her and go to the DMV. You just got to, you're underestimating her ability to be both very kind and just a tad bit passive-aggressive in the best of ways, Neil. She would eventually convince you that that's the only thing you should be doing is going to the DMV and getting her that, that driver's license. Or she'd just make it that the thing about my mother specifically is she'd just all of a sudden ask for rides all the time, everywhere, even if she didn't need to go places. That's, be like, yeah. can you get me to the grocery store today and then again later today? and then Or you could just get me. UJBC.com. Oh, there's no place like home for the you're listening to The Greg Collins Show on WJBC. This is The Greg Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. You can reach me on Facebook at Craig Collins Show. You can give me a call, 829-2345. You can tell me your Christmas song suggestion. Uh, tell me what your favorite Christmas song is, and I'll play it as one of my bumps all holiday season long. Or just reach out to me for any other reason. Again, that phone number, 829-2345. A bank mistakenly gave a woman in Texas... $37 million. Uh, this comes from Rush Balloon. That is her name. She was checking her bank account at Legacy Texas Bank, and she was shocked to see that the amount staring her in the face was $37,203,000. Uh, she told the local KTVT television station, I was like, wow, we have a lot of money. The husband must have thrown in like the savings account or something. What happened here? Uh, Balloon said that her husband told uh, that she told her husband about the mysterious fortune and they immediately called the bank. Uh, Legacy Texas Bank told the couple that it was just a clerical error and that the mistake has since been corrected. Uh, She goes on to say, this is uh, Rush uh, Balloon, I was a millionaire. I have a screenshot to prove it. That's what I can say now. It was quite the story. 
Neil, if you showed up at the bank and your deposit, like your current amount, was over thirty-seven million bucks, would you immediately notify the bank? Uh, I think I would just kind of maybe have a mini heart attack in the in the moment. Really? I mean, well, I'd be shocked. Oh yeah, I mean, of course well, you'd be so shocked. I, I don't really know what I would do in the moment. I would first kind of be puzzled, and then mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I really. I, I really I really don't know what I would do in the moment. As noted in the story, and it should be noted to anyone that ever comes across this issue, it would be entirely illegal to spend that money. A New York man was sentenced to probation in 2010 when $5 million was mistakenly deposited to his bank account, and he went on a bender. He went on a spending spree. He bought a lot of things, ended up losing a chunk of the money, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's illegal. you got to go. So you do have to notify the bank. I'm just curious if maybe you'd wait it out a bit. You just sit there for a few days, see what's going on, let them get to their mistake. Because it would it would be thrilling to be worth that amount of money, even accidentally, for a certain amount of time. Did they do? I wondered, did they do anything for this for this lady? Like, I I don't know. Yeah, see, can they right? Re- can they really? Can they give her money? I I don't know. What do you it's mean? A, can they? The bank can do whatever well, they want with right. their money. So I mean, I don't. Do they? You know, they did not help her out, or I don't. Know. I don't see. Yeah, you're right. Like there should be a reward for this. Uh, there's all these kind of things. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but uh, if you find like a a way to hack, say Apple's software, they'll give you a prize. They actually even give you money. So in the same vein, if you notice a mistake with something like a bank and it's this big, they should. They should give her some sort of of Christmas bonus or something for reporting it so quickly. Uh, but yeah, no, nothing. It's just thirty seven million dollars. That's, that's and I'm I'm only going to maybe assume i mean i know everybody's human but whoever messed that up at the bank i'm it's sure probably fired. might have got an earful or right i would assume fired well I, it does make me curious though if there's like way less substantial clerical errors that happen because you just assume the bank is always correct right. all the time with everyone's account but if if you could make a mistake like that if someone can add an extra zero every once in a while then what if i like deposited 200 bucks and it, it became 2000 does the bank notice that quickly, or does that take a lot more time? Right. This is just a curiosity and, I have. And if you have, right, if you had a buddy working at the bank, hey, I'm going to make this deposit and, you know. Oh, wait, now you're saying, it's, oh, see, now now I know you're connected to Italian somehow. Now you get it, Neil. If you got a buddy, if you got somebody on the inside who's part of the family at the bank, he adds an extra zero every once in a while, nobody asks a question. That's great, man. That's the perfect idea. I mean, I, it's probably not, you know, a it's, great it's idea, all illegal. Neither works. one of us are actually. This is all for uh, joke and and you know humor purposes. Right. If anyone is listening from any sort of law enforcement office, <laughs> Neil and I would not steal money if it was accidentally deposited into our bank account, and my family would have nothing to do with it. So leave us alone. Uh, another quick story, and then I got to take a break. Star Wars fans in L.A. are already lining up outside of theaters, uh, specifically a theater in uh, Chinatown to get into the movie as quickly as possible, to be the first people in. There's about 150 people right now sleeping outside that cannot wait for the rise of the Skywalker. I know you and I have never been passionate enough about anything to do something like this, Neil, but in today's day and age, are you surprised people still do this? I'm not. Uh, I mean, when people are passionate about something or, you know, love Star Wars like they do, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to... You're going to still do this. Can I say, though, out of curiosity, do you think that every showing here in Bloomington on Thursday, Friday will be sold out? I would I would think so. You do? Okay. Because yeah. I think that you could probably get tickets pretty close to, to showtime in, in some areas. Mm-hmm. So my suggestion to someone who lives in, like, a New York or in L.A., and actually I heard on Todd's show earlier that people in New York are spending, like, $6,000 on Christmas trees to get one in the area— 
I think it might be cheaper to fly somewhere else and pick one up or drive somewhere else, maybe to a smaller area right. where it's not expected to be as, as in demand. So if I were someone living in this place in L.A., I'd probably just find a, you know, I'd probably visit the lovely state of Illinois and find a movie theater that's not sold out on a Thursday or a Friday to go to. That might be a smarter choice. I feel like that's a much better <laughs> idea than sleeping outside. Uh, one of the people who's doing it, a 39-year-old from San Francisco, this is an attorney, said, I'm lucky that I'm able to work on the line so that he doesn't have to give up like days of work or take sick time. He's, he's literally doing his... Would you trust that attorney? One last question about this idea. If you like emailed your attorney, I don't know what this guy does, what his area of expertise is, be like, hey, man, I really need you to submit those documents. And his response is, don't worry, I'm on it while I'm sleeping outside the Star Wars theater. Would you, would you change attorneys? Uh, yeah, I don't think I'd be sticking with that. Yeah, I don't think I... Unless I'm also a huge Star Wars fan, if I'm like the guy behind him, that right. makes sense. But yeah. for anybody else, I'd probably be like, okay, that's lovely. I'm mostly cloudy today, a high of 43. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Rain and snow are possible, a low of 31. Tomorrow morning, snow flurries, cloudy, breezy, and cold. 36 with a wind chill in the upper teens. Sunday, mostly cloudy. Evening showers are possible, a high of 28. Monday, snow showers are possible, high of 32. Right now it is 47 degrees at Radio Bloomington. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. This is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. This half hour of the show is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. Craftsman 20-volt cordless impact wrench kit for just $149.99. Quality parts, helpful people, that's Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts locations while supplies last, offer ends 12 31 19. Uh, the holiday blues is something that people get, I guess. Um, you hear about it this time of year. And a new study out of the University of Kansas is telling us the three sort of perfect storm, they're calling them reasons why, I guess we are more prone to have holiday blues. Uh, the first is the sugary treats. Apparently, if you're taking in quite a few more sugary treats than your body is used to, that uh, combined with maybe a lack of sunlight just because there's less sun in general, or maybe we all go outdoors quite a bit less, obviously, because of the temperature, and then our sleep pattern getting disrupted, again, maybe by it being dark earlier, maybe you're going to bed earlier, getting up earlier, whatever it is, those three things together may uh, help cause a, a onset of the holiday blues. And so the recommendation is that do the best you can, first and foremost, in controlling your sugary treat consumption, uh, which was very hard the other day. We had the holiday party here. There were incredible cupcakes. Neil, did you have some of those cupcakes? Uh, you know what? I, I did not you grab missed one. Out? Yeah. They're still here. I know. There they're are still, some. They're still all around the office, so we still have more. Um, but they were really good. They were made by Catherine Murphy. Uh, there was a lot of treats and things, and holiday parties are probably going to play into this. Then, of course, the, the sunlight thing. Have you ever heard of something called the happy light? I don't think I have. There is a product out there in the world, uh, a radio host that I used to work with used one, and it's, it's you know, a light you plug in indoors, but it's supposed to mimic sunlight perfectly so that just the, the feeling of it, the look of it is supposed to really enhance um, your, I don't know, your mental state during this time of year. And it seemed to work for him. He was a guy that was notoriously a little grouchy. But when he threw on that happy light, he'd get a little bit happier. So uh, maybe we need to get those throughout the office to help with this. If anyone's struggling with the holiday blues or if you are, maybe look into, you know, one of those products. I have a bunch of uh, daylight lights in my house because I have smart lights and they're all set to like the daylight setting. Hmm. I don't know if that makes us like happier, but it's it's kind of cool. It feels 
like the room is brighter, even though I don't think the light is any brighter, just the light, the, the color of it, the hue is different. But I like the daylight light. Uh, have you ever tried one of those at all? Any kind of daylight light in the Doyle home? I can't say I have. Maybe we need you to uh, install in. some of your smart your smart lights into uh, the uh, the newsroom. Into the office. Well, yeah. I have I have Alexa on my um, my computer, so mm-hmm. I can talk to it. And if we put smart lights in this place, I you don't want me to have <laughs> access to that. I'll be turning lights on and off all the just because it fascinates me. There's no purpose to it. I don't know. I'm a dumb dumb person when it comes to smart lights. Uh, but, yeah, maybe I'll bring some in for you. No problem. Right. Um, another story, and I know, Neil, that you like to do the sports calls. You like the sports play-by-play. Mm-hmm. You do that here sometimes for the station, right? Yes. There is a guy out of India that some are saying might be the next big thing in soccer play-by-play. Um, I want to warn everyone. He he is making light of something, and he's, he's using some terms for a piece of male anatomy. Um, so I want to warn everybody going in that there's going to be jokes in that direction. Essentially, a soccer player was sliding to prevent a goal. Uh, I think he succeeded in that, but his slide, he wound up running into the to the pole. So he, he was in a position that you don't want to be in when sliding on the ground toward a pole. And this is the play-by-play call from the commentator in India who I just think maybe deserves a raise. May I... You you decide, Neil. You tell me if we should hire this guy at WJBC. And what a game here as Johnson kicks towards the goal, and oh my God, Singh makes a fantastic save. But I believe he hit his nuts on the goalpost. He is down. Let us have a closer look at instant replay. Not only just self-sacrifice on this play, but sacrificing future generations as well. Obviously going all out for his team, saving the ball right here, but also losing two on the play, putting his balls on the line. Let us have a moment of silence for this man's fallen brothers. As you see right here, he got to the ball and so did the goalpost. Not only taking one for the team, he took two. Talk about going balls out for a play. With that being said, I would like to take this time to recommend you all to see the Nutcracker movie coming out this winter. Wow, this game is absolutely nuts. Neil, what do you think? That guy was awesome. Do you think that he he has a future in that? I mean, you couldn't have explained it any better on the spot. No, he he, was just rolling with it. Right, he painted a picture. Oh, he did. I really hope that the Nutcracker is a sponsor for them, too, (laughs) by the way, because that was a nice last thing to do. But he's an amateur uh, play-by-play guy. As you can tell, the audio quality is not great. For whatever reason, he's calling that game, that soccer game, and... uh, yeah, that's that's going viral. A lot of people might be hire, hiring him this holiday season. I think he's going to have, yeah, I think he's going to have some calls he's coming. He's going to have well. a heck of a career. <laughs> I don't know how much of that stuff is allowed to be said on there. He's just describing the play-by-play. Right. It's just he's just painting that picture, you know? All those are anatomy terms. I don't think any of those are disrespectful. And I warned everybody that that was coming. All right, I got to take a quick break on the Craig Collins show. We got a lot more coming up here uh, that we should interview that guy probably. Um I have a story about the OK Boomer entry on Wikipedia, and apparently there's some controversy around that. That coming up a lot more. There is a war going on on the Wikipedia entry for OK Boomer. If you're not sure what OK Boomer is, uh, first and foremost, bless you, that's awesome. Uh, but OK Boomer is a phrase that people that are not of the uh, Boomer generation might say to someone who is a, a Boomer, when maybe they disagree on something. I think that's the easiest way to summarize it. Did I do a good job there? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, so the page has been edited now 118 times uh, recently. Apparently, mostly, and this is, this is key, by people that might not be on in either of the generations. For any of the users that they can actually connect with, uh, the New York Times, I think, is, uh, no, actually, Slate.com wrote about this. For anyone that they can find, it seems that they're all Gen Z people, 15, 16-year-olds who are going back and forth. But I guess the biggest point of controversy, and there are 
are several within the entry, is whether or not the phrase OK Boomer is ageist. Uh, some people who've edited the Wikipedia page have that first sentence say an ageist phrase. Uh, then it gets re-edited to say some people think it is ageist. Then ageist gets removed completely and so on and so forth. Uh, Wikipedia is known to have these kind of editing wars from time to time because anyone can go on there and edit the content at any time. Um, but apparently people are going back and forth 118 edits as of right now and no real end in sight uh, as far as this goes. It's interesting to know that it's mostly Gen Z people who are doing it because maybe they're just trying to get us to, to pick a fight with each other. These are people shooting shots from outside of the uh, the. Although I guess obviously Gen Z says that a lot to boomers as well as millennials. Is it more a Gen Z thing or more a millennial thing? I feel like more millennial, but me too. Yeah. I yeah, but I guess for whatever reason, at least the people editing this post right now all come from from that generation. But uh, yeah, for whatever for whatever reason, they're warring of all places. It does say in this article that it's a very respectful. Uh, fight. No one is being mean to anyone. No update is going completely out of left field, but it's just something that at least a few people are paying attention to. And the, the I assume maybe you should put a cap on the amount of time someone can edit a page, right? Like, wouldn't that benefit Wikipedia? I, I don't know if it's just a few people who create most of those entries or a lot of people that do it, but if you've edited something, let's say 10 times, you can't edit it anymore. I feel like there are. There's probably, you know, one, two people that are sitting there and they updated how they want and they, edited it and then yeah. they sit and maybe refresh and when they see it's been <laughs> when they see it's been changed again then they go back and they put what they want or they how you know sad. I oh, feel like there's people doing that. I bet you you're right. How sad of a life is that if you're just sitting there on the Wikipedia page for OK Boomer you're like you better not change my update person. Yeah, I mean, it might say something but yeah, it uh, yeah. certainly says something <laughs> about people. Uh one more uh piece of audio actually here today that I have um which I, I guess I'll play in a minute. I'll take a break first because we got Sanjay Gupta and other stuff coming up. I don't know if you saw this. It went viral the other day, too. Um, there is a Starbucks worker who quit his job. He walked into the Starbucks he works in. He had a guitar in hand, as a young person is supposed to do, and he played a song. And that song, I think, was mostly for his boss. Uh, and it's heavily edited to air on this station because a lot of the things he said we can't play back here. But he quit his job in, I guess, viral fashion. I don't think I'd ever do this, ever. No matter how bad you're treated at any job you've ever worked at, and if you believe the things he says in his song, I guess he was treated pretty poorly at Starbucks. But, man, are you setting a bad, you know, uh, idea for yourself for any potential employer that sees this, right? They're never going to 100% side with you and be like, oh, this kid's fine. He's probably great. He walked into a Starbucks, played a song, used a lot of expletives, and quit his job. I would assume future employers would see this and not feel so great about him, right? Yeah, I mean, in the moment, uh, you know, it's gone viral now, so I'm sure he felt good doing it to, you know, right. get out of that current and position. And you can you but... can hear some of his colleagues laughing, so maybe maybe it is uh, a boss that's not the best, but honestly, this is the kind of thing that sticks with you for a long Have you seen the video? I have not. Okay, so. well, what's coming up in yeah. just a second on WJBC? This thing just Joe Puma, mostly cloudy, a high of 43. Tonight, mostly cloudy, rain and snow is possible as a mix, a low of 31. Tomorrow morning, snow flurries, cloudy, breezy, and cold. High of 36, wind chill in the upper teens. Sunday, mostly cloudy, evening showers possible, high of 28. Monday, snow showers, high of 32. Right now it is 47 at Radio Bloomington. Silver bells, silver bells. You're listening to The Great Collins Show on WJBC. In the this is the Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. I'm hanging out with you guys until 6 o'clock tonight. Then we got Dave Ramsey coming up after me. 
a worker in at Starbucks decided to quit his job. And I guess he was having problems with management and or, I, I don't know, uh, he certainly didn't like his direct superior, as you can tell from the song. It is heavily edited. There were profanities used in the in the singing of a song, but he walked into the, I guess, Starbucks that he works in. He had a guitar in hand. He started to play uh, some music, and the end result is that he's certainly no longer employed there. Uh, and I'm going to play that song for you because it is starting to go viral. I believe he quit yesterday. Um, and I just wonder again, and I, I'd love for you to call in 829-2345 as you listen to this happen. What does this do for his future job prospects? He claims in the song that he's already got a much better job. Someone's already hired him, so hopefully things work out there. But if this guy came in and he he applied at your company, and then you you, know, you did a quick Google search of his name and you found this music, I wonder if you'd consider hiring him if you were going one way, and then you see this, if maybe you'd go the other way. Yeah, what do you think of that? I mean, I'm interested. He said, I have another job. So does he, he already? Did. So does he have another job lined up? He claims that he does. It's a way better job, and so he's out. He had more shifts to work, but he's not working them. Um, he actually went on to describe why he quit. He said that the manager at one point had offered him a promotion, only to not, not actually give it to him, and then I guess also uh, had lied to corporate about something, according to him. Uh, where he had done something and then he almost got fired for it when actually it was her idea or his idea. I don't I don't know if he actually says that the boss is a guy or a girl. I feel like he might have said it was a woman at some point, um, but I don't remember. But anyway, he was very mad at whoever his, his superior was, and he sang that song to them. And I just think that after that job, if he does have one, it's going to be a little bit of a struggle to get another job. If you saw that, if you were thinking about hiring this guy, great resume on paper, you're looking for a new news guy, and Neil Doyle is the one to hire. Uh, would you double-think it after you see that? Uh, I would definitely think so. I mean, maybe, like you said, I don't, I mean, if he's got, let's say he does have a great resume, right. you know, fits the job perfectly. Super friendly interview, seems right. like a great candidate, and then you Google his name, and the number one result is him virally quitting Starbucks by yelling profanities uh, or singing profanities at a, to a bunch of people that have no idea what's going on. Right. Uh, you're probably bringing them in. I mean, at, le- at least me, I'm bringing them in and saying, okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> and maybe you get yeah. his side and I, I don't know. I yeah. mean, maybe you try to figure it out from there. But I think the only place that he might be able to successfully keep getting jobs are like those viral video companies because they exist, companies that try to make viral videos all the time because obviously he hit on, and I think this is far from the first time We've seen this. Someone who quit and the way in which they quit goes viral. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't want to be this person. I find it funny to play the audio and to listen to him him doing it. But yeah, that's a that's a bold move. So was, I'm assuming was the manager there? I mean, I'm surprised they let him. I mean, I guess you complete can't really, the song. I can't I guess you can't really forcibly get him to leave. There but. is if you look it up on on. You know, YouTube or the Internet, there is a longer form of the video, but I didn't edit it all, so I'm not going to play it because then that would be my last day at WJBC. (laughs) Um, But he does. He kind of walks in, casually yells... 
to the entire uh, room that he's he's quitting and he's got a song for his manager. But I can't imagine that the person is there because they never stop him. The whole time, no one right. ever stops him. So maybe they just got wind of the video hmm. later. Yeah. But there is a longer form of that. I do warn anyone that goes to the to the Facebook or the YouTube or wherever you go to find it uh, that there's a lot of expletives in it. So maybe don't watch it around children. But uh, yeah, he it probably took him all like five minutes. Walk in, announce it, sing the song, leave. How long do you think it took him to compose that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. How long do you think he like? How many times did he almost do it? Is my question too. Probably until he got the job, right? He wasn't going to do it at all. But I wonder how many days that he was getting mad. Because once you go that place, Joe Puma, today mostly cloudy, a high of 43. Tonight, mostly cloudy, rain, snow mix possible, low of 31. Tomorrow morning, snow flurries, cloudy, breezy, and cold, a high of 36, but wind chills in the upper teens. Uh, Sunday, mostly cloudy, evening showers are possible, high of 28. Monday, snow showers, high of 32. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it is 41 degrees. This half hour, the Craig Collins Show is brought to you by Prestone Antifreeze. Uh, with colder temperatures on the way, keep your car running with Prestone Antifreeze. Uh, only Prestone Superior Formula works immediately, protecting your engine from the elements to keep your engine running better. So take on the winner with Prestone today. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. Now, back to the Great Common Show on WJBC. A quick note, uh, Rob Dobbs will not be in today at 5 o'clock. They come in every Friday to kick off the weekend with us, to hang out, and to celebrate 5 p.m. Because when it's 5 p.m. on the Craig Collins Show, Rob Dobbs makes sure it's 5 p.m. Uh, for everybody here at Radio Bloomington. Uh, you can catch them at 801 North Hershey Road, or you can give them a call, 309-590-3434. just didn't seem right to ask them to come in, so we told them to you know, focus on the holiday season because it's crazy. I finally got to go to Rob Dobbs, and the food's amazing. The atmosphere is amazing, so you should definitely check it out. Everyone is very friendly. Uh, they're excellent with their suggestions, but like you've heard on this very show, they also want you to just have a good time. So if, if you have a particular food item or, or drink that you want to have and you want to pair them together, no one at Rob Dobbs is going to think any less of you. They want you to have the best experience possible. Uh, so give them a call to reserve a table because it is crazy. It's very busy uh, there, which is very awesome because they're, you know, uh, I think one of the most exciting places here in Bloomington right now, one of the newest places, um, and obviously people are, are liking it, uh, 309-590-3434. Give them a call and go hang out at Rob Dobbs this weekend. And it's a really cool atmosphere for the holiday season, too, as you've heard on the show. I think you'll get into the holiday spirit if you give them a try. Uh, in light of talking about restaurants, though, I have a story about a new company. The company is a startup called Maker Shaker. They are the company behind a robot named Tony, uh, which they say is the world's leading robotic bartender. Uh, that's right. Tony is a robot bartender. So the thing that they're doing that I think is pretty cool, though, Maker Shaker, as their, their product is picked up in restaurants throughout the United States, I believe they have one debuting in, in L.A. or somewhere on the West Coast, and um, there is an employee that used to work for that restaurant. He's, he's 50-year-old Brian Townsell. Uh, he actually was quitting the, the restaurant anyway, so he's not out of a job per se. But Maker Shaker says that they're very cognizant of the fact that their technology might you know, put people out of work. So they're giving a $1,000 stipend to any one employee that the company chooses uh, for whatever reason that they'll get monthly 
because they could have been doing work that the Tony robot will be doing for them. So uh, Brian said he's excited about this. He's worked in restaurants and hotels his entire career, but he was looking to make a change anyway. And now with an extra $1,000 a month as a stipend from Maker Shaker, he thinks that he might be able to, you know, move on to something else. This is obviously in response a little bit, the company says, to ideas like the universal basic income. But more importantly, um, the idea that as we go here in the next few decades, Technology and automation may start to put more and more people out of work. And so it's nice to see that some co- companies are aware of that and willing to go ahead and fork over some some money, a monthly stipend to you know someone who might be affected by it. I think it's a, it's a pretty good, a pretty smart decision, probably going to make these products more popular. Uh, $1,000 obviously isn't probably a full replacement, but if you're finding employees that like this guy named Brian wanted to make a career shift anyway and you, you want to hire a different way, uh, do you think there ever there will ever be like a robot radio host? I think we'll get there, Neil Doyle. I mean, I would hope not. I hope not. I, I sure you know, hope not. I don't know. Do you think this is a good idea though for the company Maker Shaker to actually offer money to an employee who might be impacted by their product being used at a, at a restaurant? I mean, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, a thousand dollars, and and the employee in this case seems excited about it. I guess this uh, company will be looking to move into Europe by 2020, but they're right now in the U.S. predominantly. So yeah. Uh, as we go, uh, are you ever worried about the technology age taking over the the news position or any other job? Uh, you know, that I mean, you... I, I definitely think there's there's a ch- there's a chance for anything. I mean, sure. look at look at what where we've come in the last twenty five thirty years. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. You you, you kind of cross your fingers and hope not. Amen. But but then at the same time, there's another side of the brain that says, hmm, they're figuring a lot of stuff out. I know. I wonder how weird it would be to tune into like a robot radio station where yeah. it's all robots hosting and and doing the news and everything. Everything that might be very strange, uh, but you're right. They are coming closer and closer to having that kind of thing, uh, you know. But it's at least good that Maker Shaker is aware that they might be. Would you trust the robot bartender Tony with your drinks? No, no, no. <laughs> Why not? Uh, you know what? I just, I mean, I'm sure they'd be very precise, but that's just not like, I, I don't know. There's no, there's no life in right. that. There's, there's no, no recipe. To it. There's no right. I mean, it's you know, I, I, I don't know. I just I would not prefer it. I'm sure it probably makes a great drink. I mean, right. I'm not saying that it doesn't. Well, we don't know. Well, it's not going to pour heavy. It's not if you're <laughs> yeah. going up to the robot Tony and doing like the nudge nudge and giving him right. an extra dollar. He's right. not going to give you the double pour. Yeah, that's true. It's not going to work out. Do you do the uh, electronic stuff at like McDonald's and stuff, or do you always go up to the person? Um, it, I've been using it more frequently. I've I found myself using it if it's yeah if it's there. That was I the mean, first step. Yeah, that's the beginning of the end yeah. for all of us. Uh, a, a different story. I actually have um, a father in Russia is sharing an experience that he's warning everyone else to be aware of, uh, apparently, on social media, and people are are responding to it. So uh, I just want to inform everyone as I do this story that it was a T-shirt that was in the washing machine. It was not a human being. It was a T-shirt. But I guess the T-shirt had his baby's face on it. So this T-shirt was made in you know celebration of this new dad's uh, child being born. So it's a little baby face. And for whatever reason, I don't know if this was just the unluckiest of situations, that shirt and that photo wound up being pushed right up against the glass. I will actually share the photo on my social media page, uh, Facebook, the Craig Collins Show, so you can see it. But the dad came home, glanced at the, uh, the washing machine, and thought for a split second that somehow his child had climbed into the machine. He's a, it's a smiling, very happy photo. So if you were to believe that there were a kid in there, it seems like he's having a great time hanging out in the washing machine, but the dad freaked out for whatever reason, snapped a photo, but also tried to rescue the T-shirt from the washing machine and then just warned people 
uh, you know, to be extra sure and maybe even notify family members if you're throwing a T-shirt in the wash that has somebody's face on it, especially a baby. That's a pretty good PSA for 2019, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe one we should get out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank you very we much. We should produce that, yeah. He's quoted as saying, Jesus, give a person a heart attack uh, when he was talking to people about it. His post has been liked 10, uh, or excuse me, 100,000 times already on social media. So a lot of people seem to agree with him. And it is kind of weird. If you see the photo, which again, I'll put up on my, my Facebook page, If I guess if you were just like walking by and not paying attention, you might be tricked by it for a, a split second, and I can't imagine how horrifying that would be. But if, if someone were actually trapped inside a washing machine that was on and running, I don't think a smile, like a big giant smile, would be the, the expression you'd see. I'm guessing it'd be a little bit different. Yeah. So that could have been a first clue. <laughs> that or his kid just really loves it. Like, it's just, it'd be the most fun ever. And I don't know. I guess maybe it could be. I, I, don't try it. Yeah, I wouldn't try This it. is not a rec- recommendation <laughs> for the show to try it, see if a baby likes to watch. Yeah, but it's just, that's a crazy photo out there. And I guess for whatever reason, just kind of, um, you know, uh, spiraled and became a viral thing in and of itself. And the dad had a, had a mini heart attack. Um, one other thing to mention, baby boomers are apparently, and this is a brand new study, the largest study ever done. And I know I'm doing a lot of boomer topics today, but baby boomers are apparently the most sensitive of all generations. Do you believe that, Neil Doyle? Mm, I'm just thinking for a moment. Think of any boomers you know in your life. Do you think that they are sensitive people? I mean, I can't. I don't. I don't think the people. I don't. Yeah, the people I know. The people, I don't think. Right. Yeah. The people I know don't seem to be very sensitive. This study, the largest ever, like I said, looked into narcissism and specifically hypersensitivity, a trait that helps determine if someone is narcissistic. The findings suggested that contrary to popular belief, millennials are not uh, terribly sensitive when compared specifically to the baby boom. Who do you think did this study? By the, How old do you think the people are who conducted this study? I mean... Mid-30s? Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm that thinking would be mid-30s. Yeah. The study included about 750 people. It was published on December 10th in the journal um, Psychology and Aging. Uh, it is the largest study, like I said, ever done to date. The research examined six previously collected data sets so researchers could better determine how narcissistic the people within the group were, and then more importantly, how hypersensitive they may be. Um, for the current study, researchers looked at people between the ages of 13 and 77 who had completed different interviews about their work, their personality, their family lives. Uh, psychologists and psychiatrists then analyzed and ranked them on a scale of one to five, having the most narcissistic traits or the most uh, hypersensitive traits of defensiveness, uh, authoritativeness, and stubbornness uh, potentially being ranked a five. Um, my mother just texted me. My mother is a boomer, and she said, hell no, <laughs> boomers are the toughest. I think my mom's not happy with this segment, Neil. Yeah, I don't think she's a she's fan. Not, she's not doing great. <laughs> mom, My mom is also a psychologist, by the way, so maybe you need to check their work, Mom. Maybe you need to dive in and see if they were right. Um, William Chopik is one of the social uh, personality psychologists from Michigan State who co-authored the study. Uh, I don't see his age mentioned here, but he suggests that the millennial generation, while often derided, may be far less sensitive than several generations, most importantly the 55- to 37-year-old boomer generation. How do you think this topic went on the show? Um, I think I'm working it over. With the fan base, I'm just trying to help everybody out here, just offering the information from the University of Michigan. I apologize to anyone upset like my mom. 
Uh, and I'll take a quick break on the Craig Collins Show. And I'm going to find a story about how boomers are much better than, than millennials, since I don't want to sound like I'm, so, uh, since I'm hating so much. i got to do a little self-hate. As a good, our CNBC News, re- news report was sponsored by Busey Bank on the Craig Collins Show. Santa baby, so hurry down the You're chimney. listening to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. I have a story out of Oregon. Santa Thank you, Eartha. Um, a girl named Luna, I think she's about five, six years old. She started kindergarten, and I guess one of the other kids in class was uh, bullying her. Her mom was pretty upset about it. The school, while well, reassuring uh, the family that they would do something about it, was not capable of doing something about it, I guess. Um, Margot Dawn is the name of the mother. She got a phone call four days into her, her daughter Luna attending this school saying that there had been an incident. That the little boy that the little girl Luna had complained about had bullied her, pushed her on the ground, held her down, all kinds of terrible things. Um, so unfortunately, the family was actually quite mad with the school, obviously, and I'm sure they're doing things to to figure out how to respond to that. But that was at the beginning of the school year, which was a few months ago. Uh, Luna was then enrolled in jujitsu classes uh, a few days later. There is a photo now circulating. I think this came from the New York Post. So it's circulating online of of Luna standing in her little jujitsu uniform, sounding a lot more confident and strong. Uh, the message of the the statement right now, I guess, is to consider martial arts training of some kind if you have a, a kid in a, a situation like Luna's. But I guess uh, the reason that it's viral right now is that recently Luna was capable of defending herself. Uh, Luna used her own weight to put him on his rear end in a uh, in a fight, I guess, on the playground. Uh, the mother said that she put a knee into his chest until it was flat on his back. This is when he was trying to pick up. It's a Friday, and we're seeing plenty of sunshine right now, but the clouds are going to increase as we go into the afternoon hours. A high temperature today of around 44 degrees before sunset time at about 4.30. Then overnight tonight, we could see a few rain showers mixing in with a few snowflakes, actually, as a weak cold front moves on through the area, and that might linger into tomorrow morning, giving us a few morning snow flurries. Not a big impact with this system, but temperature are going to fall throughout the day on Saturday with mostly cloudy skies. Then as we head into Sunday, we'll see a bit of a break during the morning hours before snow showers move back into the area, especially in the southern areas, as we head into the late evening hours of Sunday. Going into your Monday morning commute, we could see accumulating snowfall here. We are going to be watching that system very closely. But for now, I'm Hardyville, Illinois, ABC meteorologist for AM 1230 WJBC. Thank you very much for that. It is 41 right now at Radio Bloomington. This half hour, the Craig Collins Show is sponsored. It's sponsored by Staples. Staples Print and Marketing Services makes connecting with clients and loved ones easy with hundreds of holiday templates you can customize. And right now, get 20% off. Select custom cards and invitations. This offer ends 12 19 Limit one per customer. Visit staples.com slash holiday cards or store for details. That is Staples. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. I told you before the break that I do something self-hating on millennials, and this song from Queen, Thank God It's Christmas, is actually connected to it. Apparently, millennials are not very religious. Uh, We're the least religious of all generations, I guess even less religious than Gen Z, the generation that comes after us. Four in ten millennials right now identify as uh, completely non-religious, no religion at all. And a lot of millennials say that they don't anticipate coming back anytime soon. Uh, Some of this research that was done by the Pew Research Center assumed that as millennials aged, 
they would maybe return back to traditional religions, um, but that has not been the case. Social science researchers have long suggested that America's relationship with religion would be dwindling in general. That is not the case for baby boomers or the Gen X generation, and appears, at least for right now, to not be the case with Gen Z. More than 2,500 Americans uh, were a part of a recent study, um, most of them millennials, that stated they would not be returning. These are people that identified as as non-religious at the time, and they said their assumption is that moving forward, I, I guess it's biased to say that that's, that's bad for millennials because depending on your take, you might think that that's good. But I said that I'd do something that at least was somewhat critical of millennials because I don't want to seem like I'm, I'm biased at all. So there you go. There's a topic where millennials are doing something that, I don't know, I'm religious, so I guess I don't, I don't really get the t- Anyway, let's move on uh, before, I, before I get stuck somewhere I don't want to be on the WJBC on the Craig Collins Show. The Patriots signed a new kicker. And it's kind of cool, the guy they signed. His name is Josh Gable. He has never played in the NFL, Neil. He has actually never played in college. He is not a college football kicker. He's not an NFL kicker. He did play soccer in Europe for a little while, as recently as 2017. He did play football in high school. But the reason that this guy is cool, I guess, and the reason that he's there's some intrigue about him is that he's a viral YouTube sensation. He does trick shots, a la shots like, uh, what is that basketball group that does that? The, uh, um, the guys who... Uh, Perfect something. Dude Perfect, I oh, think that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They do these ridiculous trick shots with basketball, uh, but this guy, I guess, uh, Josh has been doing it with, with football kicking. He does things like kick a football over a building and hit a pole that is apparently very hard to hit. He did that with his left foot, even though he's a right-footed kicker. He can consistently hit 80-yard field goals, according to his YouTube page, but this article does point out we're not too sure how many times he had to edit those videos in order to hit those kicks. Uh, but the Patriots have struggled all season long with kicking, and they're thinking outside the box on this and hoping that he might do a good job. So you'll see him, I guess, uh, this weekend uh, kicking uh, for the New England Patriots, Josh, Ga- Josh Gable. 80 yards. Is that, I would love to see him line up and try one. It's pretty right? far. I mean, the the record is something in the 60s, right? Yeah, what is I the NFL? So. I want to say like NFL 60 field goal say 64. Googling on the Greg Collins show. Uh, Neil is going with 64 yards. It is correct. The longest field goal kick in NFL history is 64 yards by Matt Prater. Uh, quite a few people have hit 63 before as well, but 80 would definitely be a record. That'd be fantastic. if we, you got to give him one shot at it, right? Like maybe it's the end of the game and the, the score is already determined, and if this guy claims he can hit an 80-yarder, you got to line him up and give him the chance, right? You would have to. Tr- I mean, that think. alone, that should sell tickets alone. See, see Josh this, uh, this weekend kick an 80-yard field goal or at least attempt one. Although Bill Belichick does not strike me as the kind of guy that would like to do anything in order to sell tickets. Well, and this, guy, and this guy doesn't really seem like a guy that the Patriots or a Belichick would really go after. So that's kind of surprises I know. me that they signed him. I would also like to see him kick with his left foot. I'd like to see him try that at least one time. I what if, that might make Bill cringe. Oh, yeah. yeah. What if he turned it into just a YouTube thing? Like, what if just <laughs> the whole be. game he's shooting YouTube videos and doing it? That'd be so awesome. He, like, straps a uh, camera onto his helmet. A GoPro? And he's, yeah, GoPro in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he straps one to the back of, like, the guy that's uh, holding for him. <laughs> yeah. You can see him running up. That'd be amazing. That's oh. That would get more people to watch sports if we add the YouTube element into it. Uh, another story, National Lampoon's Vacation. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with those movies. The Griswolds, essentially. Chevy Chase uh, is famous for these movies. It's coming back. It's going to be a TV show on HBO Max. Uh, no word yet on who will be starring in it or if it will be set in a time period before 
or after the current stuff you saw. Um, I think that maybe a guy from the Big Bang Theory is attached to the product project. It's assumed that he will play Rusty. Um, but yeah, the Christmas Vacation movies are coming back as a television show on HBO Max. We're going to restore every single product, right? I don't think Hollywood needs to come up with new ideas. We need to bring back every single concept that's ever existed and turn it into a new version of the same thing. I guess this is a la Roseanne and a few other things. Hollywood Reporter is is stating that uh, HBO Max is is thinking this might do pretty well. Do you know those movies? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Would you are... be excited for the TV show? I don't know. I kind of feel like it might right. take it to a place where it doesn't need to go. It's like, I mean, that's such a classic. It's been its own thing. Right. It lived a certain way. Why do we have to do There is another Ghostbusters movie coming out, too. I think oh, this yeah. one has Bill Murray in it, though, right? I think it does, yeah. That's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see what happens there, although it is sad that uh, Harold Ramis is not with us, so he can't be a part of it. He played Egon in those movies, so, yeah, I don't know. Every single thing seems to be relaunching, though. I think every year we're going to have a few more. Um, in a different story completely, Nike uh, apparently is in trouble because their their running shoe, the fastest running shoe uh, that they've ever created, apparently is, is like, full-on cheating. I guess there's been a lot of... Uh, conversation in the running world after someone from Kenya broke a two-hour marathon barrier back in October while wearing Nike's new running shoe. Uh, it has carb- carbon plates in it. It has springy midsole foam, according to this this description. It has become an explosive issue in the running world. Beca- Did you think that shoes could actually have enough technology in them for people to cheat? I mean, it doesn't surprise me if that's you know, if it's a possibility, but I, I feel like every shoe company now is making all these claims and this right. and that. Yeah. Can do, I, you know, I mean, I, certainly this is great publicity for Nike. Right. It says that you can run four to 5% faster when wearing this shoe than the average uh, athletic shoe. They are called the, the zoom vapor fly or the zoom vapor fly next two different products that you can throw on two to 3% faster for runners that are not necessarily pros, but four to 5% faster. If you're a professional, that's awesome. I didn't know that shoes could get more technologically advanced. I thought we had hit the uh, hit the you know the full spectrum there. I mean, I guess there's some type of testing that goes into it, but like, really, is is it really making you right faster? Four to five percent like, faster because there's a little bit more foam in there, so like it's actually like catapulting you forward. Is that how it works? I, I mean, maybe. I mean, remember okay. the was it Adidas or who, who was the shoe that was putting like the little rubber balls in in the? I think it was might have been Nike, like in the sole of it. Yeah, I think right. You're supposed to you know explode off of it i, I don't know. well do you remember the the pumping one the oh, one yeah. that you could pump air into mm-hmm. they they seem to for a small amount of time say that that would make us jump higher yeah. i've got to tell you neil i had much a study i did much testing as a younger kid and even though i exploded at least one pair of shoes by pumping them way too much they did not make me jump any higher yeah there was no added yeah. inches for the collins vertical i still wasn't dunking even though i so desperately wanted to uh these shoes retail for 250 dollars and uh, they might be banned from events, running events. So if you do grab a pair of them, at least know that if you stri- try to run competitively, although I doubt it's for everyone, right? Like if I'm going to run my first marathon, they're not going to disqualify me because I'm not going to be competing at the front end. I can throw these shoes on. They're not going to take them off my feet, right? No. Okay, I would ho- good. I would hope not. I would hope not. Yeah, I, I definitely want to rock them. I don't know if anyone heard this. I, I, don't, I doubt you remember. But early on when I started doing the show, I talked to the world record holder, uh, he is a young man here in Illinois that has run a marathon in every single state in this country. He is the first person to do it at his age. And he said that when he qualifies for the Chicago Marathon, I think I actually challenged him to do it, that we could run together. 
So me and I, um, I'm oh. blanking on his name at the moment, but the world record holder for marathons run in this country might run our first Chicago marathon together. Who do you think's going to win? Me or that kid? I'm going to take the kid. Yeah, me too. What if I have the Nike shoes and I don't let him have any shoes at all? Well, can I can I hamper his? Is that mean? Would that be extra? Like that's just wrong from a competitive standpoint. I think he's like 11 years old. But to look at him and be like, "Hey, look, kid, I don't want to look bad, so you have to run in flip flops, and I'm running in yeah. the special Nike shoes, and I get like a 20 minute head start." You think that's wrong? Is that nah, a bad look for the I, Colin show? I, I I still think you might he might have a little really bad chance yeah. in flip flops. I mean, you think the this, kid's gonna beat me? I think he's pretty fast from what Man, I've heard. Okay, I don't strike you as the kind of guy that could do a whole marathon, huh? I think you could. I just think he oh. might do it a little quicker. I don't think I can. It was all those cupcakes I had at the. Uh, now I get it. Now I get why you're besmirching my athletic ability. I had like six cupcakes <laughs> yesterday at the holiday party. By the way, I do want to talk about that real quick. I forgot earlier. Um, I have I have talked about Betty's ability to win things. She does a segment on the show, my wife, where she makes NFL picks without ever watching an NFL game. And I wonder if people were a tad skeptical of just how great she is at like her luck. Betty's luck is is on a whole new level compared to other people. Were you shocked yesterday at the way she played left, right, center? She was on a roll. She couldn't be beaten. Well, she did lose in the second game, so I guess she could be beaten. But the first game, she seemed to just be, I think she might have had mercy on us and purposefully <laughs> lost the second game because I think she has that much control over how lucky she is. Um, every time we go to a bar and they all have those little slot machines now, she'll ask me for like two bucks because uh, she never brings change anywhere, and then she'll turn it into 20, like almost every yeah. single time. I think I've heard that people want to take her to Vegas. Yeah, if I ever go to a bar with her and there's a slot machine, I just wanted to like maybe put her hand on the slot machine <laughs> because she's got just good luck just coming out of her pores. I it's know, like, it's, it's coursing through yeah, her veins, yeah. man. It is incredible. I, I do need to take She's never been to Vegas. She's. I don't think she's ever Ooh. gambled in a real casino. So I do need to take her there. Although I feel like if, if it works there, man, we might never come back. <laughs> that might be the kind of thing where like all of a sudden we're winning at Blackjack and all those other games. Oh, my God. Things might get real bad for the Craig Collins show. Um, but all right, I've got to take another quick break here on WJBC. Got a lot more to talk about. Uh, maybe Betty will hang out with us in the last uh, hour or so of the show. No Rob Dobbs today. Uh, I want to mention that again. They usually kick off the weekend with us at 5 o'clock. It is the 5 o'clock segment on the Craig Collins show. But they won't be here this week because it's they're busy there. And I told them that they didn't have to try to come in. I think they might even try to come in next week where they're probably going to be even busier. Uh, but give them a call and check out the the restaurant. It's great. I was there recently. Um, but they won't be here to launch uh, our 5 o'clock segment. So I have a bunch of hams again, Neil, if you want a hams. We'll have to All crack right. into them. There we go. And we got a bunch of cupcakes, which I'm going to I'm gonna stay away from if I'm going to run. JBC. This is the Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. I run late sometimes, so I have to take a break in just a quick second. Uh, first, though, I want to – I saw this story on Vox.com. Uh, it's in memorandum or in memoriam, actually. That's how you say that. Uh, these are the brands that left us in 2010s, in the 2010s. Um, I don't know if you've you if you've you know, been a connoisseur of any of these brands. I think maybe Neil Doyle might have gone to some of them. I went to some of them, but they are all no longer with us. The first one, and I'm surprised that it actually technically died in the 2010s because I thought it had died earlier than that, but Blockbuster officially died in the last decade. Uh, do you miss the Blockbuster video? I was more of a family video person, to be honest. Well, they're still around. Yeah, well, you can well, still get to right. a family video. So I, so I never really. Well, there you go. I, I didn't really lose much by the blockbuster. Leader. Well, they they have passed on. They're no longer with us. Is that the right way to say that? Yeah. Uh, sure. Columbia Record House is no longer with us. They are gone. If you uh, uh, 
visited them at all. Payless Shoes, which just died this past year, is no longer with us. I, I like the Payless Shoes. I enjoyed to go there from time to time. Get the uh, cheaper shoe yeah, option. They had good deals. Yeah, right. They did. And everything got crazy at the tail. Whenever these places go under, like the sales are nuts. And I think that a bunch of people buy them and just sell them online, by the yeah. way. Uh, I think that's an approach that I got to take. Would it be weird, though, if you like stock up on like 50 pairs of shoes to sell them on Amazon? I mean, you know, I, I, don't, I think it's strategic. Just being, just being strategic, right? Exactly. Borders actually officially died in the 2010s. I didn't know there were still Borders locations out there. Um, that is one of the many companies that is no longer with us as of this decade. Bonton, are you familiar with that place, Bonton? I, I can't say I am. Can't no. say that I am either. I think it's predominantly in the uh, East Coast. It is a dessert and uh, food shop that is no longer with us. Uh, I don't even know if I'm going to say this one right, and I assume this is going to make some people upset, but I didn't shop here very often. Charlotte Roos? Yeah, it's a girl store. What'd you so say? It's a girl store. It's, it's a girl store. It's, yeah, all yeah. women and it's all girls Female clothing. products. Yeah, yeah. I mean, neither one of us went to that place at all. I didn't <laughs> buy any presents for anybody. Avenue, are you familiar with that company? It sounds familiar. Yeah, it's kind of like a gap. I yeah. guess they're no longer with us either. It's probably a girl store, too. And then American Apparel, did I mention that one? No. American Apparel is no longer with us. Mm. Goodbye. You sad about any of those? <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. You know what? I, <laughs> yes, we should have had the, the nice music and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I went to uh, Borders quite a bit. I don't know why when I was like younger. Like mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. But uh, so yeah, when the Borders went away, it was like, huh. I know, but there's still a few Barnes and Noble. They're yeah. still hanging on. Mm-hmm. It's a nice thing. You get a coffee and and read a book. Uh, all right. Well, I got to take a break on the Craig Collins show. I think I'm going to do this again with like the big dramatic music playing, and somehow we'll have maybe a little mention of each company. Uh, but right now it's break and then news on W. Just Joe Puma. Uh, mostly cloudy. A high of 43 tonight. Mostly cloudy, a low of 31. Tomorrow morning, snow shower, snow flurries are possible. Cloudy, breezy, and cold, 36 with wind chills in the upper teens. Sunday, mostly cloudy. Evening showers are possible, high of 28. Monday, snow showers, a high of 32. Right now it is 39 degrees at Radio Bloomington. You're listening to The Craig Collins Show on WJBC. That's the Ramones. This is The Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. Um, Neil, I wonder, do you know anything, uh, do you know very much about Area 51? Not a whole lot, other than it's kind of weird. Kind of weird, yeah. (laughs) I didn't know much about it either, and then I saw this story today on thedrive.com. It was talking about a set of goggles. They're called Foggles that apparently people have to wear when visiting Area 51. Uh, And it mentions a bunch of other stuff that it says I probably already knew, but I didn't know any of these other things. Apparently, uh, famously, if a Janet airliner, that's what they call the airliners that are able to fly into Area 51, if it actually flies into the area, you have to put down all of the shades. You're not allowed to have any shades up if you're flying on a plane that flies into the area. They used to have uh, sci-fi-like hand scanners at some of the locations, especially in the 80s, where you literally did have to scan in to certain areas. It also mentions that there are blue buses uh, with blacked-out windows. That's how they move workers around from location to location within the facility. These are all things that they assume I already knew about Area 51, and I did not know. Uh, But the article then mentions foggles. Foggles are goggle-like eyewear that is fogged out, wrapped around the lenses, so that you can only see, there's also a bifocal-like area in it, you can only see directly in front of yourself, directly below yourself, but not to the sides at all. It is, is, it is essentially even more restrictive than the type of blinders that a horse would wear 
Uh, if you put a horse into like a race or something and you got those those blinders on, foggles, which anyone who visits the facility must wear. There's even a brand of foggles that some of the scientists that work at Area 51 have to wear. They're the science, the bigger science goggles that have the same kind of limited eyesight situation. Uh, they are placed on anyone that goes into the facility. Does that make you more intrigued with what's in there? Yeah, it seems it almost reminds me of like when I played basketball growing up. They made those goggles where you can't oh, yeah. you can't see down so you don't look down to dribble. It's mm-hmm. kind of the same uh yeah. Basically the same idea. You right. can't see anything um in your periphery and you also can't really see fully in front of yourself. You have a limited amount of vision directly in front of How intense is that that if you visited I don't know why People would get to visit Area 51, and uh, famously this year there was a a Facebook group that wanted to storm it, and they were told that would be a really dumb mistake if anyone actually did that. And even though I think the hotels in the area all sold out, I don't think anyone ever stormed the facility, right? We never heard about that. I don't think. That was supposed to happen by now, I assume. Yeah. But, I I mean, if they throw, if they make people wear foggles and things, it doesn't treat, like, what's in there? What could possibly be so secretive and inside the facility, Neil? And I still, you know, sure, I think everybody's interested, but I'm not interested enough to go there if I've got to wear these these things. You wouldn't even, wait a minute, even if you had permission to go, but they made you put on foggles, you wouldn't want to be in there? No, not really. I would. I would look everywhere I could, too. My (laughs) head would constantly be, like, snapping back and forth. They'd probably throw me out. They'd probably be like, you can't try to prevent the foggle, Craig. you got to commit to the foggle if you want to be in here. It just kind of irks me. I I don't know if I would... I if you want to do it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get the not wanting to. It's weird that scientists have to wear them. Like if there's a visiting scientist in the area right. and he's working on something, they're like, you can only see directly in front of yourself. I feel like there's danger in that world. Um, but yeah, apparently yet another bizarre story out of Area 51. People that go have to wear. You want to get a pair of foggles just to see what it feels like? Yeah, just to try them out. I think they're available on Amazon. Okay. <laughs> we can buy a pair of, I don't know if they're Area 51, like, you know, they have some seal of approval. Right. Like they're actually, but they're supposed to be close. We can get a, you, you should try to do a news uh, report wearing foggles. I think it's doable. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I'm going to put all the news items just slightly to the right and left of you. <laughs> we'll see how much deal can get done. Uh, there's also five different cities in the United States right now that are offering people money just to move there. They'll pay you to go there. Uh, these places are like Kansas. Uh, there's a place in Indiana, a place in Nebraska, uh, different cities that are offering up to $10,000 if you move there for a two-year commitment. Uh, applications open in January, and all the different programs are trying to you know, drum up a lot of... They, they're looking for recent college grads. That would be the people they're most interested in. Neil Doyle, mm-hmm. you'd be one of those people. For $10,000, would you move to Grant County, Indiana? Uh, eh, this sounds like a no. This sounds like a no. Where is it in Indiana? Uh, Grant we, County? I yeah, don't know. You'd no, have to, I, we'd have me, to look that up. It, it's that probably just dead center somewhere. I mean, if it's near, like, Indianapolis, maybe. I, I don't mean, think that's going to be where it is. I don't think they're giving okay, you ten grand go. to move there. We're looking it up right now. It's very close to Marion, Indiana. I'm going to zoom like out on my just, map. Yep, yep. How, what are you thinking? It's, it's north uh, northeast of Indianapolis. It's kind of close to Muncie. That's a college town. It is. And there's not a lot going on. Yeah, Muncie, you're though. pretty close to Kokomo. I mean, and you're, you're... you're right between Indianapolis and Fort Wayne. Right. Ten grand you lo- if you mm. move there for at least two years. I might pass. It's looking like a no. Yeah. Sound like a big no. A lot of it is tax incentives, too, actually. So it's not necessarily that you get 10000 cash. Some of these places will just give you additional tax incentives. So you would have to... You know, still find a job. Uh, If you're a freelance worker, you want to work remotely. Tulsa is actually offering remote workers to the companies that that 
are in Tulsa up to $10,000 in, in additional tax stipends. Hmm. How's that sound? Doing a little remote work for a company out there, Tulsa Remote. Tulsa. I've never been to Tulsa. Well, and you don't have to go now. Well, right. <laughs> apparently, it's true. Re- yeah, apparently to get $10,000. Yeah, we can just hang it. Maybe we'll do that work from here. That yeah. doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> I mean, that's not what I'm going to do, bosses, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm not doing two jobs at once. You just met in the Bloomington normal uh, yeah. area. I yeah. was just being yeah. general to people that Maybe. are not a radio host in the afternoon right. at WJBC. <laughs> that guy's definitely not immediately clicking this button to sign up for this. Uh, if you're a recent STEAM grad, uh, you could go to Hamilton. That's in Ohio. And you could, they will pay off to up to $10,000 of your student loans. So, again, it's not exactly direct money, but they're finding ways to try to give you, you know, uh, different amounts of dollars if you go certain places. That's sad that we have to pay people to move certain places. I think I'm most just uh, disappointed that that's a thing that exists. Uh, one last question, and then i got to take a break. Uh, this question was put up on YouGov, and 40% of people uh, agree with me. Does listening to an audio book count as reading a book? If you listen to an audiobook, do you have a friend who listens to an audiobook? Yeah, I know people who do, yeah. Do they say, I was reading this book when they tell you about it? Uh, some, some do, some don't. I have a friend that says that all the time, and we know that he's never read a book. We know factually that's not something he's ever done. Uh, but 40% of people say that does not count as reading. 27% say yes, and the rest weren't really sure. Uh, you're saying yes or no? I don't consider that reading. Yeah, it's not reading. It's listening. You're listening. Oh, by the way, it is 5 o'clock in the Craig Collins Show. Rob Dobbs couldn't make it. Uh, I told them that they didn't have to try to come in because it's busy there. Uh, But I do have hams. You want a hams, Neil? I might have to go mosey my way down. Oh, look at that. There you go. I got you a hams. All right. Got to take a quick break on the Craig Collins Show. We're going to listen to an audio book, but we're not going to claim to read it during this commercial break. And then I'll... Free in your app store. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show. On WJBC. Thank you to Evan on my Facebook page for asking for this song. It is called Christmas Eve, and I'm sure you're familiar with that that music. Uh, just a few more minutes on the Craig Collins Show, then i got to take another break because I like to run behind. Uh, but I do want to talk a little bit about the least popular Google searches of 2019. Yesterday that I, I went through some of the most uh, popular what is searches but they actually also compile the least popular i don't know how they how they did this like what the cutoff is because i I doubt that these searches were typed in just one time so there has to be some level of you know consistency in people looking for these but according to google these were the least popular searches of 2019 post malone hygiene tips that is one of the least popular searches on on google i i can't imagine why anyone would type that in Cincinnati Bengals Super Bowl odds. That is not something that's typed in often on the on the Googles, Neil Doyle. Uh, Lori Laughlin Defense Fund. No one was offering any money to the defense fund for Lori Laughlin, I guess. Yeah. At least a few people. Mm. U.S. men's soccer is not something people are terribly interested in. That hurts. That has to hurt. Uh, Peloton reviews in Mississippi is one of the ones that's not put in very often. Uh, Rudy Giuliani dental tips. Not, uh, not heavily mm. searched. Dinner table topics that will ruin the holidays. Who do you think searches for those? Someone did. Popped up in there yeah, at least a little. People who hmm. terrible people, <laughs> terrible. The, the worst of the family. Uh, Robert Kraft's uh, different parlor videos Ooh. is something that was not searched for heavily. I don't think anyone needed to see that. Uh, best sushi in North Dakota. I don't know if they have bad sushi there. Are you familiar? I've never been to North <laughs> Dakota. I don't me know. neither. Yeah. Apparently, it's an unpopular search. <laughs> 
Uh, theaters showing Charlie's Angels was not a popular Google search. That, uh, that hurts the team. Uh, NFL teams, the New England Patriots, haven't secretly videotaped. Ouch. Uh, Beto O'Rourke campaign highlights. That's another one that's uh, not been searched. Beto has since dropped out. Uh, video of touchdown passes thrown by Baker Mayfield. Ow. That's got to hurt the team. I thought they were going to be really good, Cleveland. Yeah, they Didn't you? just kind of flubbed. Well, and also uh, the receiver they got from the Giants uh, is a guy that uh, is weird. He's an odd guy. Odell Beckham Odell. is very, very talented, but he doesn't like water. If you're not familiar, he doesn't like to drink it. He gets an IV at halftime instead. Uh, Frozen 2 songs I can sing with my kids during long road trips. Not popularly searched on the Google. Uh, you don't hear any of the Frozen songs, right? You don't have any kids around you. No. I'm not, I'm not affected by this at all. I have all my friends who have kids complaining about the earworm that is apparently everything from Frozen 2. But I haven't come across any of it. I didn't see the movie, and I haven't been affected. I feel kind of lucky, right? Yeah, I mean, I I have a lot of younger cousins, so are they into all, it? Oh, well, I had a I've got some very younger cousins, so yes, they love the Frozen, but I I still I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, and the second one, I don't I don't know, maybe we're wrong. Somebody call in and tell me eight two nine two three four five was the second one as big of a deal as the first one because the first one landed in my in my orbit, but the I, second one I've dodged completely. I don't think it. I don't think it was as big as the first. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. A lot of people went. Um, I got another take. Take another quick break on the Craig Collins show. Got a little bit more coming up, and then you got Dave Ramsey starting at six o'clock. After the break, I'll tell you the four things that happened on Friday the 13th. The area right now is we're seeing a cold front slowly moving into the state of Illinois from the west, and that's going to bring in some isolated rain showers overnight, maybe even a few flakes mixed in as the temperatures are going to be dropping to near freezing overnight. And then tomorrow, we'll see temperatures actually falling throughout the day on Saturday with mostly cloudy skies. There could be a few snow flurries in the morning back behind that front. Otherwise, though, we're looking at breezy conditions, making it feel just that much cooler. We do calm down, though, for Sunday morning before our next storm system arrives as we head into Sunday night into Monday. That could give us several inches of snow and make for a slick morning commute as you're heading to work on Monday morning. Stay safe out there, everybody. For Heart of Illinois ABC and WJBC, I'm meteorologist Joe Puma. Thank you, Joe, for that. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it is 39 degrees, and I have some odd music to play in just a second, but first... You're listening to The Great Collins Show on WJBC. Sia is not the odd music. I like this song. Uh, I think Catherine Murphy likes this song. This might be her favorite Christmas song. Uh, but the odd music I'm talking about is actually a new album on Spotify that is elite that has at least entertained some people. Um, it is up right now. It is called The Mechanical Keyboard Sounds, Recordings of Bespoke and Customized Mechanical Keyboards. I don't know who found this and started sharing it, and I honestly don't know how long it's been up, but it's, it's new as of 2019. It's exactly what it sounds like it is. It's 13 tracks of someone typing on different types of keyboards, and each track is labeled the type of keyboard I guess they're tapping on, and for some reason, this is entertaining people. I don't. I doubt that they're, you know, honestly sitting and listening to all 13 tracks one at a time. But uh, which track do you want, Neil? Give me a number one through 13, and I'll play the track and tell you what keyboard it is. Mm, let's go number six. Number six, a bit the big hit. Number six. Okay, no problem at all. This is number six on the new Spotify soundtrack that is sweeping the nation. Yeah, that's all it is. 
This is an IBM 5140. Uh, this track goes on for 3 minutes and 19 seconds. And there's a whole bunch of other ones. You want to hear one more? I mean, I know yeah, that you're probably do, into the music uh, right number now. Number nine. Okay, you want to hear number nine? You don't want like number one or two at some point either, because those are the Apple brands. But okay, here's let's no, do no, 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 no. Okay. I, I'm going to play the hits, man. I play what you request. <laughs> this is an all request week weekend, and you want number nine? You get number nine. Here is yet another keyboard sound. That sounds identical, right? Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Can you hear any difference at all whatsoever? Sounds a little more echoey. Yeah, then the guy just, room. He, I think he just stopped playing. Yeah. Uh, that's the Q. Oh, no, here we go. K Y U U. Oh, he's typing quite fast on that. I don't know. What is this? What happened that not only is this a thing that's up on Spotify, but the, that enough people found it to like talk about it online? Let's play number one. You want to play number one? Yeah. That is the Apple MO11A. This is the biggest hit, I think, on this record. It's been played the most, as I've heard. Now, that sounds a little different. There's a little more depth to those keys. By the way, this is what it sounds like in the newsroom sometimes, when everybody, you guys are all typing at the same time. We're all very aggressive typers. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Everyone in this, everyone in this office uh, types very, very, like, you know, passionately, I would say. Well, if you're going to do it, do it passionately, <laughs> you know? If you're searching for the right, yeah. <laughs> right. But this is a new track, a new 13-album uh, thing on Spotify that at least been shared enough. Uh, to get into my, um, you know, piece of information. Yeah, there's other, there's a bunch of other, it's just people typing. How can this be a thing? Do people make money when they share stuff on Spotify? Do you get paid every time I play these? I don't know, to be honest. I think I'm... you might. I think people might be making money. So if I hit another play button here, and this is the Chicory KB5160AT, I think that the person who uploaded this gets like a, a penny or something. I think they're making some amount of money. There you go. This holiday season, just in time, you can give the gift of typing on a keyboard the album. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on in the world today. That's a thing that exists. Why does that exist? Could, do you have any answer whatsoever? I mean, you know, people like different things. Why not I put guess. it up? Okay. <laughs> uh, I have a question about something else that's probably way more popular that also exists. Uh, it hasn't come out yet. It's coming out next weekend. The Cats movie. Have you seen any of the the trailers for Cats? I have not yet. Okay. If you check any of them out, and mm -hmm. if anyone else listening does, and please call in. 829-2345 if you've seen a trailer. I guess also if you're planning on going seeing Cats, but it's creepy. It's creepy to me. Uh, I saw the, the trailers recently, and they made them too lifelike. The cats are way too close to being real human beings, and I think there is a line. Um, it actually reminded me of something else I saw recently. I, I'm a new subscriber to Disney+, Plus, and Disney+, Plus keeps trying to get me to watch the Lady and the Tramp movie. Uh, they made a real-life version of Lady and the Tramp, kind of like the Lion King that came out in theaters this year. And it's just, it's kind of creepy. It doesn't, I don't know what it is about it that makes it seem like it just doesn't make sense. And it's not really, it's a shot for shot remake of the cartoon with realistic looking uh, dogs. So again, there's the Cats movie coming out this holiday weekend uh, next week. There's a lot of really great movies coming out this weekend. Uh, Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler is supposed to be excellent. There's another Jumanji movie that came out just in time for the holiday season. And then we've pro promoted it a little bit on the show, but the Richard Jewell movie about the, uh, about the bombing is also out. So those are pretty interesting movies. Are you planning on seeing a holiday movie, Neil? I didn't, don't have any on my radar at the moment. I would like to see the, uh, well, I don't really know if it's considered, is it considered holiday? I mean, it's a holiday time, but I want to go see the Richard Jewell movie. I do you? See, yeah, I do want to see that. What's the interest there? It, it well, just the story itself is kind of yeah interesting, but yeah, yeah I, I mean, it. and it's, is it Eastwood that directed it? It or? is Clint yeah. Eastwood directed. You know, there's some controversy surrounding that movie, right? The Olivia Wilde role apparently might not be hmm. totally honest to the true 
uh, story in the newspaper that the reporter worked at. The reporter is no longer with us, the one she's playing in the movie. But the newspaper that she worked at is trying to get a disclaimer added to the movie mentioning that that part of the role, that part of the story, is completely made up for, mm. for movie purposes, for dramatic effect. Because it, it essentially, I guess, puts that reporter into some sort of romantic connection with some of the other people involved. And uh, some people are upset that that female actress had to, had to have a romantic aspect to her role. Interesting. But, yeah, I know. The, they, they don't want to diminish the role of a reporter by turning, into her, turning her into a romantic story. Um, and I guess the newspaper is quite upset about that. But yeah, it looks, it looks like a pretty good movie. Uh, I assume that it's, you know, for the most part, true to the, to the story. Uh, I didn't know much about it. That's not something that I had followed coming in. Are you familiar with that story before the movie or just intrigued by the idea of it? Well, when the movie came out, I looked up a little bit more gotcha. what happened. And yeah, so it, it kind of sparked and interesting to see what how the movie kind of depicts, you know. Your family, situation. your family doesn't go to something over the holiday season. You guys don't all like go to a, a Christmas um, weekend movie. No, okay. it depends. I mean, we have in years past, but it's not an annual tradition. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. No, the cats one I think is probably going to be. So you've got to watch it. Watch a trailer. Maybe okay. I'll put one up on my Facebook page. And I really do want to hear from anyone. Eight two nine two three four five. I did see some of that take on the internet too. People saying that it's just it's just too lifelike. It's strange. They're like regular. Humans, they they have the shape of a regular human, but then they have all the CGI to look like like cats would if they were human sized. That's hmm. that's what it is. It's a bunch of people playing cats that are completely human sized with all the cat CGI stuff on it. And I didn't need that. That's not something I needed in my life. And you know, I don't like cats. So. Oh yeah, and you also hate cats. So you're not in. <laughs> Neil really doesn't like cats. That's a whole different thing. Uh, before I take a break, I want to also mention that today is National Ice Cream Day, which is odd for it to happen in December. Although it's smart if you own an ice cream shop that people might go in and purchase more ice cream today than they normally would. Uh, but in honor of National Ice Cream Day, I guess you're encouraged to go and grab specific flavors of ice cream. And it depends on how old you are as to what ice cream you are supposed to grab. Anyone under 17, go for a mint chocolate chip to celebrate the holiday. If you're between 18 and 24, pick up some cookies and cream or cookie dough if it's 25 to 34. And if you're over 35, it's just chocolate. Apparently, I'm still in the cookie dough uh, group, which makes me very, very happy. But happy National Ice Cream Day to anyone that's hoping to celebrate it this holiday season. I'll take another break, a little bit more of me, and then Dave Ramsey coming up on AM. This is the Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. Real quick, this. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show. On WJBC. I don't want to play my holiday music on the Craig Collins Show. You can call in uh, today. We're kind of out of time for that, but you can call in anytime this uh, December and give me your favorite Christmas song. I will play it here. You can also message me on my Facebook page at Craig Collins Show. Uh, I'm also on Twitter, so reach out. I have an article, The Nine Things You Can Get Instead of a Christmas Tree. If you're late in the year at this point and you don't really want to put a tree in the home or if you have a small apartment, whatever the reason may be, these are the nine recommended items you should get instead of a tree. Uh, number one is a wreath that you can put on the front of your door. It's only about 40 bucks. We have one. Betty's very proud of our wreath. Uh, just a plant. Any kind of, you know, Christmassy-seeming plant. I guess a small Nor Norfolk Island pine is a plant uh, option you could pick. Those are about 60 bucks if you buy those. Uh, option number three is just putting a bunch of lights around the house. If you don't want to do the Christmas tree, but according to this article at Mashable.com, if you still want to feel festive this holiday season, just put lights everywhere indoors. You don't have to go outdoors with it. 
A wall hanging uh, decoration of some kind is another good idea. Apparently, there's different like twig trees type things you can get at Target. They're like 30 bucks, and I guess that might get you in the holiday season. Just putting a bunch of branches around your house, so like on the table and stuff, maybe hanging from the walls uh, in this photo, you just put a bunch of little tree branches. That seems like way more work than just getting a tree. I don't know why you'd want to go branches everywhere instead of a tree, but if that's, you know, again, I guess the small apartment more than anything else, if you can't fit a tree, then this Mashable article says, just make it look like someone broke in and left branches everywhere. Um, a a drawing of a tree you could throw up on like a, a wall somewhere, I guess. Um, that's a good idea. You can make it out of tape, according to this article. That's the sixth suggestion. Um, a big giant bow. They use a different word in the on the website, and I'm glad that I didn't use that word on the air. But if you look that article up, uh, you'll notice it's different. But that's a big, just a giant, huge bow. Just put it anywhere in the house. doesn't really matter where it goes. Uh, that can be festive. Uh, decorate your dog is number eight on this list. If you don't want to decorate your house and you don't want to buy a tree, just get a festive holiday item like a hat or maybe a, a like little winter outfit, a little Christmas outfit, and put it on your pet. That seems mean. That almost seems borderline mean. And then finally, just get a jar of bells and place them somewhere in the house. These are the almost bah humbug versions of how to decorate this holiday season from Mashable.com. Thank you for those. Uh, like I said, a few more minutes on the Craig Collins Show. I actually should take a break, but I will tell you this first. Uh, there was a woman, I believe this was in a, a Pennsylvania town, that was recently arrested for trying to walk out of a Walmart with a shopping cart full of stuff. Uh, you see this every so often. People roll into the Walmart, they fill the cart with items, and then they kind of forget to pay, probably don't forget to pay, and try to roll out of there. Uh, the reason why this story, I guess, is a little bit more viral or more notable than anyone else doing this is because it just so happened to be shop with a cop, an event that was happening in the Walmart. So a bunch of customers are walking around with local police officers, shopping in the store, raising money for charity, and that's when this woman decided to go to the Walmart and try to get away with stuff. Uh, her name is Sunny Ray Firestone. That's right. Her last name is Firestone. She's 32 years old. She was arrested at the Walmart when a bunch of the police officers were capable of surrounding her as she was trying to get away with a cart full of stuff. So a holiday message. If you're going to go into the Walmart, try to go rogue and walk out with a bunch of things. Just look around and make sure it's not shop with a cop. Uh, that event isn't happening while you're making your your you know plan to, to get out with all that stuff. All right, quick break on the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. Just a few more minutes with me and then Dave Rologist, Joe Puma. Um, tonight, mostly cloudy, rain, snow mix possible, a low of 31. Tomorrow morning, snow flurries, cold, breezy, and um, cloudy, a high of 36. Wind chills in the upper teens. Saturday, Sunday, excuse me, mostly cloudy. Evening showers possible, high of 28. Monday, snow showers, high of 32. Right now it is 37 at Radio Bloomington. Uh, this half hour, the Craig Collins Show is sponsored. It's sponsored by Comcast. Comcast, if I had it in front of me, is doing great things this holiday season that you need to know about. Give me just a second to find it. This is the perfect read, the best read I've ever done. I can't even find the read in here, but it is sponsored by Comcast. That is our sponsorship of this last half hour of the show every day comcast business is helping businesses big and small go beyond the expected to do the extraordinary because a simple transaction there's a chance to make a customer for life comcast business beyond fast take your business beyond at comcast 
WJBC.com. Just a few more seconds with me here on WJBC. Then you got Dave Ramsey coming up with all your financial info that people like Blake Haas don't need at all, but most of us need uh, that information from him. Um, No Bread is a new study. It says that carbs can trigger insomnia. So they're recommending No Bread specifically before going to bed and actually saying the study says you should eat a lot more fruits and vegetables 